Today on Mob Rules. We're brought to you by the Gacial Gleek. Man, only a dumbass would mispronounce <laughs> that name. Yeah. Damn it, Phil, shut up. It's our oh, intro. I'm sorry. <laughs> we your answer chair. your burning, burning FAQ oh, questions. So hot. Gonorrhea level FAQ questions, mm. I gotta say. I need a doctor. Phil. <laughs> shut up. We don't and- introduce your battle reports. <laughs> <laughs> and it's halftime report of the Beast Arises. Oh. And all that. And two and, two and a half, half hours, hours of more. this shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's episode 25 of <laughs> Mob Rules. Mob Rules. Oh, God damn it, Phil. Welcome back to Mob Rules, the episode that still uses mysterious objectives and remembers to use them. Uh, what I, are course, mysterious objectives? Well, I can't Wait. tell you. They're mysterious. <laughs> What's remembering? <laughs> <laughs> I, of course, am John, uh, joined as always by... Hey, I'm Ted. And the, the rule forgetfulness over there means we can only be joined by the Glacial Cake Phil. Hey! <laughs> glacial Cake. Okay. Yeah. The, gla- the Glacial Cake. The Glacial Cake. Did yeah. I say yeah. cake? No, you said geek. Okay, oh, <laughs> whatever geek is, but I think geek. cake works pretty good. It's like it's like a mix between a geek and a cake. But his wedding cake yeah, got more likes yeah. than anything on Facebook oh, ever. Yeah. Blowing my brain how much so, popular I was. So, things, a lot of things have been blowing your brain. I know. There's like some weird sex going on many, in your head. There's not many brains left up there. That have been blown <laughs> really? out. So, so, just, <laughs> there's a bunch of brain cum all over yeah. your room. <laughs> Phil Phil <laughs> posted a picture of his groom's cake from his rehearsal dinner. He recently got married. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And his wife for his now wife yes. had uh, commissioned someone to make a Dark Angels Rhino cake. Yeah. Mm. And it turned out badass. Oh, and he my posted God. A it picture was of unbelievable. It. He posted a picture of it on our local Facebook group. I'm like, no, no, no. I know how to pimp things on Facebook. And <laughs> I pushed that thing out and thousands upon thousands of people saw it oh and commented. My gosh. Yeah. Uh, even though I specifically said a buddy of mine posted this. This is his cake. They're like, oh, no way. How did you get that cake made for you, man? I'm like, a buddy of mine posted this. This is not mine. But yeah. So in my communications class, we learned that over 90% of communications is visual. And the words are less than 10%. Yeah. <laughs> just that, that's so, proof in the pudding. <laughs> so I should have just like put a big me uh, and then a big like, uh, the cake, then a big circle with a line through it. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, cake, this isn't his cake, cake. with an equal sign with a slash through it and then your face. <laughs> like, cake does not equal mine. I, I want to point out that today we're attempting to record uh, a la independent character style, mm. as in this room is really, really fucking oh, hot right it's now. It's our own little boiler room. <laughs> it's Alaskan hot. Well, so. I don't think we have a boiler room. It's the, uh, uh, the greenhouse. Yeah. 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 It's, it's the greenhouse it's, effect. Right, Technically, yeah. it's my dining room. My boiler well, room is right behind you. There. You have these huge windows that go right into the sun. The sun comes right in. It really does feel like a greenhouse. And you yeah, have the, yeah. I mean, you have the nice, like, and there's all the, the trees you know, and the grass the, out there. All the plants yeah, I have in here, yeah. too. No, not really. Well, not in here, but yeah. out there. But it, I, I can see things. them thus there in here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm pretty sure, though, anywhere outside of Alaska, this is considered, like, 
acceptable weather. Temp- yeah, acceptable like, temperature. Right uh, now. Where's our where's our house coat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, sort so of fire there, sweetie. We we are suffering in sixty degree weather. <laughs> <laughs> poor poor us. Oh, it does sound so pathetic as I go mm-hmm. and pop the mic after yeah. saying earlier how we never do that. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I've done it like three times yeah, before too. Right, I think, yeah. You know, jinxed us. I know. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Sierra's from uh, Oregon. I think she moved up here about two and a half years ago, and like this is the new norm for her now. Like yeah. she's completely forgot what a hundred and ten degree weather feels like. Yeah, same here. Like, yeah, it's hot. I've been here for about oh, two right, and half, yeah, I've only been here for two and a half years. I spent three years down in Mississippi and Georgia. And it's uh yeah, this is my oh. new norm. We went down for my wedding weekend in Virginia and it was it was probably in the, the high seventies, uh, okay. maybe 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 low eighties, and I was boiling. I was just like yeah. melting. I was like, so think- what is this? Part of part it's of ungodly your, temperature. Part of it for you is genetic because you're That's like true. half British. You know? true. <laughs> I'm half British. I've got a giant beard. I'm also a larger gentleman. Yeah. So, like very all, fair all skin. Of the, yeah, all those things were designed for survival in the Arctic. They were not designed for survival in the. In the deep south, so uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Your poor dad. Yeah. <laughs> so, aside from getting married, Phil, what have you been up to in the wonderful world of miniature wargaming? In the wonderful world of miniature wargaming. <gasps> oh, uh, oh! By the way, just real quick, uh, you now get a tax cut, which means you could buy more models. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> hey, sweet. sweetie. By the it's way. True. <laughs> Yeah, with the, with my my sweet sweet YouTube money that's just leaning uh, in. Don't do the baby tax break; they're way more expensive. Than what you get back. <laughs> Unless you have a farm, they're not yeah. worth it. Didn't Futurama do like a like a? I think Futurama did like a whole uh, bender or bender to try to adopt children yeah. Yeah, to get the, the stipend. And he was like, "Wait, uh, they cost way more than you get." <laughs> um, but yeah, in the world of miniature war, I mean, I've been. Uh, continuing to put out the uh the the glacial geek glacial geek the, the glacial geek <laughs> um uh battle reports yeah. uh i'm nearing in on a full year <laughs> i'm nearing in on a full year there nice. with, uh, with, the, yeah. with the youtube which is kind of crazy i'm yeah, we just actually i was telling ted all because yeah, we started the same time yeah we, we, yeah we, we just passed a full year because i got a facebook reminder for for our our lost first recording oh session. nice yeah the, the lost episode <gasps> one. Oh, we said we were gonna yeah. do that for our one year Episode negative one. Oh well, well maybe we can do on our broadcast here. Episode twenty six. Okay, this is going to yeah, be our, 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 our pullback. We'll go back and redo yeah. whatever the hell it was that we did. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was the emperor right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. It's going to be. It's going to be. We sell it so well. Yeah, you know, whatever the hell we did that we forgot to record <laughs> that one time a year ago. Hey, to be man, fair, I think I'm it a was, designer. Yeah, I was going to say to be fair, I think it was like three hours of Jonathan just reading, uh, just reading fluff about the emperor. So I think you've 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 further developed your 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 idea for what mob rules truly should be <laughs> yeah i was gonna say yeah it, it was a very different beast back then <laughs> it was a different world yes yeah. yeah. so it'll be like <laughs> an hour about talking about the, the emperor's cock yeah <laughs> yeah there were far how, less cock jokes how, how many episode. how many how many emperor shaman souls to, to form the, the girth of the emperor yeah exactly but yeah so your youtube channel is going strong yes going very strong i've got almost 1400 subscribers which i know in the grand scheme of youtube isn't that that big but i mean when we're talking about miniature plastic yeah we're talking about miniature plastic spaceman and i put out like a video a week i think it's pretty decent especially you know some some scrub up in alaska throwing out these videos i think that's pretty decent so i've been excited about that um i've been painting a bunch of miniatures i'm thinking about expanding to do a tyranid army so yeah because you know what happened to the guard well, okay, that that's another project because you know. Because I was really hoping the, to, yeah, I was hoping world. to use your tyranids, tyranids to get Aaron Bish in the game. I know, I know. We'll, we'll get him. We'll I get have him plans in. for your models. Well, I already, we're already going to try to get him in because he has the uh, the uh, execution force yeah. board game. <gasps> and and we'll half talked him into Calf. There we go. Except he didn't want to do space marines. Yeah, so no. we could just bet. 
But uh, yeah, I was. Or you thinking can do other half of the Kalth box. That's chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really now I'm looking at my soundboard. I really need to like a drum roll. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So some more pop in there for you. Walk but uh, walk yeah. But uh, you know, because I don't, you know, I can't have an army that's actually competitive. So I want to have a tiered army that's that's majority Aww. gene stealers. Well, everybody but you cool seems guys. to do pretty good with archangels. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I won the I won the tournament this last weekend up at uh, up at MJ. Good you film. and, and like I, said, I didn't realize Matt and his uh, chicken leg dreads were back. Yeah, they're yeah. back. His back. His dread knights came mm-hmm. and uh, were very good at wiping away a whole bunch of units. You um, you played my friend. I got her into forty. Yes, this yes, year. Jennifer. Yeah, we yeah. played her. That was nice. Um, uh, so I got her. I was joking with her over the phone that, that um, like I got her into forty k like five months ago, and she's already played more than I have so far. Because <laughs> <laughs> she actually plays, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I am thinking of heading out to Tuesday night fights tomorrow. Ooh, to see, um, nice. To see see what that shenanigans is about. Yeah, mm, see what it is. Fun. Maybe even play a game. Ooh, hey now, what, girl. <laughs> Who does that? Oh, not really. No. I, no. I gotta play for a game. Yeah, but so yeah, so uh, you won that tournament. Won that tournament, which is cool. It was a team tournament, twenty five hundred points. So I had my dark angels, and he brought his uh, gray knights and. Uh, I think excoriators? No, not excoriators. Oh man, he's gonna kick my ass because I can't remember the name. They're the basically like the the dread knight allies that are vanilla space marines that oh, work the, with the, the Inquisition. Exorcists. Exorcists. Yes, the ones. Yes, no, the, no, no, the exorcists. The exorcists. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So he brought them. So it was. I mean, to be fair, our list was pretty brutal. We had you know. My no, this was billed as a friendly tournament, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was this mean, at? This is up at MJ's. It was oh, like okay. their, their we, cookout. We, you won it last year. Okay, so yeah. remember oh, they had like right. the community cookout and it was meant to be yeah. like uh-huh. a friendlier one. Yeah. So so last year, okay, we, we I'm going to say we, <laughs> but we won it with Ted who took it like a, a Deathwind draw pod and a Spartan full of Terminators. <laughs> to, to a friendly and the Scorpius Whirlwind. And the Scorpius Whirlwind. <laughs> and then this year, Phil wins. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, with basically all the Laz cannons and uh, and melted that we could and grab that we could. Fit okay, I was waiting for that grab to drop. Oh in. yeah, <laughs> I brought my my part of the list was uh, level one librarian two with eight. a force grab. <laughs> with a force grab, no. He had the level one librarian with the two with two min squad, uh, scout squads to get like the basics for a cad. Was then it? I had two um, two mortis pattern dreadnoughts with twin link Laz cannons. So that's already four twin link Laz cannons. Then I brought uh, the three tank predator squadron with twin link las cannons and las cannons sponsons. So we're at five las twin link las cannons and six non twin link las cannons. Then I brought um, a five man uh, a five man command squad with five melted guns instead of a drop pod, and um, and a five man devastator squad with two graph cannons instead of a rhino. Mm. So he brought a uh, nemesis strike force and a basic cad. So he had um, the nemesis strike force was oh no and an allied detachment. Sorry. So he had the Nemesis Strike Force was like a level three librarian with Terminators, two and two Dread Knights. Then he also brought a um, a level one librarian, a five man tactical squad, and three Graf Centurions inside of a drop pod. So oh. yeah, so it was friendly. It, it, friendly. Yeah, <laughs> it was as friendly as you know, like Alaska a punch. Yeah, pretty much. much. Well, I mean, there was also a guy there that I think uh, there should be like a list, like. Wraith Knight not friendly. Grav yeah. not friendly. Well, there was there was a five uh, a five Flying night list that was there. And to be uh, fair, there was there was a five night list. There was the Tau Super Suit. The Tau was Super there. Suit Supremacy Suit was there. So, not friendly. Yeah, not friendly. I mean knights. I think, yeah. Uh, I mean it depends. One night's okay when you bring five knights. It becomes far less oh, friendly. Oh man, it was that the guy yeah, that was yeah, in the Matt, states. Matt. Yeah, Baronial Court. Yeah, the Baronial right? Court with five knights, and he also brought. 
Oh, it was a. Uh, it was the the Baronial Court with the five knights. Yeah, and well, Baronial Anni- Court too, and Annihilation. Uh, oh, Skyhammer, Skyhammer, Annihilation Force. Uh-huh. So the draw pods with the Terminators and oh, not the Terminators, the draw pods and assault assault Marines and oh, geez, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> everything's destroyed in this. Yeah, everything. Square foot. Yeah, it's all it's all brutal. So. I love that this this was super billed as a friendly. Yeah. And um, yeah, this is this is what happens. Yeah, the salt the salt wasn't the, the salt was pretty. It was pretty you know low sodium for a tournament. So I think that's what made that's, it that's friendly cool. was that people were like, yeah, that's cool, yeah. but we're gonna bring out our fun toys because yeah. you know, people started talking about what they wanted to bring, and I was like, if we just bring you know only <laughs> like only if I only bring like only assault troops and a few bikes, I'm gonna get my ass handed to me. So well, I, th- I think definitely think that's kind of fun. I mean, like you don't generally see knights like winning games. You d- yeah. I mean uh, tournaments. You don't generally see. Like, well, you don't get to see, like, the supremacy suits and stuff yeah. like that. So, I mean, it does like, kind of seem like a friendly yeah. game. Because it's, I mean, you know, a few it, good it, hits it, yeah. and the supremacy suit's gone. And there goes half your true. army. It's like, true. with the knights, well, a few meltabombs yeah. and it's all I don't, gone. I don't think, I think Nate was a little <laughs> uh, under, underwhelmed with how so, it performed. Because so uh, Nate, I think, you know, some, some you know, once you start getting some grav shots on it, it starts to go. So, yeah, Nate, Nate's problem was that he pre-advertised, hey, I want to bring the knights. Everyone cool with it. <laughs> And it's like, hey, do I have volunteers to fight against tonight? So you had three armies that knew they were coming up oh. against the super <laughs> yeah. suit who heavily tailored to oh, yeah. do that list. Yeah. Um, so it's like a hard counter to it. So yeah, it's gonna die to a hard counter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, he was he was pretty pretty salty uh, about salty the whole thing. It. Uh speaking of which, still salty about Grav Cannon uh Gargoyles. Grav Cannon Gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least some things don't change. Oh. <laughs> Few stability. Yeah. Just shouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! So Ted, what have you been up to? Uh, so we got in a game of Red Wall finally. Nice. I think it's uh, Alaska summers happen, so it's yeah. been, they've been the games have been sparse. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh! So we um, yeah we're in we're in the la- the last book of the Red Wall, um, and it was uh, so far um, we're on the third mission or just finished the third mission, and everything's been backwards. So the first two he's uh, Kurt's supposed to win, the, so instead I won those. Um, and then the next one, like this one, he, I'm supposed to win. So instead, he won. But it was it was crazy. So if you remember how salty you were over the game that we played oh, yeah. against Kurt and Dan because yeah. of the macro cannons, yeah. They so in the second book. So the first book was really cool. Like it tells you how to set up like all the terrain and everything. Like all right, you get these fortifications, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they kind of balance it in the game. Um, and I think Super it was balanced having two free macro cannons. <laughs> but, <laughs> but everybody we had had like a, invulnerable saves, and we got to throw down huge templates. So and we won. <laughs> I would still rather have. Salty, two, I, I would still rather have two free macro so, and a four up freezer. So check this out. So in the second book, they don't sh- give you the ter- the uh, train. They just tell you like, all right, make it up. This supposed to look like a village or whatever. In this mission, um, I, I get like endless waves of uh, of guys. So like, as long as it has the infantry or the walker rule, not super heavy walker. So long as it has the infantry or walker, so no bikes, no whatever, no special character uh, ICs, uh, then they can keep coming back. So I keep coming on the board, and every time he wipes them, they come on the board. Um, but he gets as much, as many fortifications as he wants. Oh, and he has tons. He has all the fortifications <laughs> and multiples of them. So he took like uh, two of those. Was it the Firestorm readout with the, the two twin-linked LAS cannons? Oh, yeah. Oh, two yeah. double LAS yeah. cannons. Um, he had a void shield generator, the Promethean pipes. Um, <laughs> he had two of the, the uh, Sentinel battle cannons. Uh, and then like all these extra, everything had void shields, of course, because they're free. Mm-hmm. And then like there's all the extra like LAS gun, uh, LAS cannons that, you know, like the, that you could set up uh, as per your 
additional whatever like uh for obstacles and all this stuff then he had like two of the um the auto cannons uh and then he took like a whole bunch of guys with flamers that would sit behind the pipes um getting that sweet torrent and and getting a void shield generator uh covering them so they're yeah they're getting torrent he had probably i want to say like 12 of those uh, flamers (laughs) fly down there two of the uh, all the last cannon predators um And, and you can't hurt anything with your small arm orcs because if they're all no. void shield covered, yeah. And I have to take um, was the, the Grux Killer Mob or whatever it's called. So I have to take like a Gorkonaut, which if I'm lucky, I'm hitting the thing, and if I'm lucky, I'm rolling a six on the uh, you know the the AP mm-hmm. to knock out a shield, which I only knocked out one shield over the course of. By the way, the game lasts ten turns, so <laughs> <Jeez>. I have <laughs> ten turns. <laughs> yeah, so I have like, I, and I have a couple guys with uh, uh, rockets, and so you know I'm kind of walking them up, trying to knock out. I, at one point, I knocked out all the shields in the void shield generator. And I butchered the shit out of one squad, and then he rolled three sixes to bring all his shields back. It was it was literally I was the most upset I'd ever been during a game. Like I was just like, "Fuck, dude, I don't well, care. Whatever, just, just roll whatever you want. I don't care." <laughs> see, see, that just it doesn't seem fun. Oh, it's like just because you can do something yeah. doesn't mean you should. Like, like take all the free fortifications you want. Okay, sweet. I have nineteen thousand points of fortifications. I can't yeah. deploy anywhere, but they're all here and they're free. Oh, his his back line was full. Yeah, and he gets to put down the objectives. So he gets three objectives, and he gets, he just puts them on his line, and I have to take them. And it's like, I got in hand to hand twice, and <laughs> I died once miserably. I took out his wolves, so yeah. that was nice. But oh, yeah, it was brutal. So I, I did not have much fun. Um, but I think that that was like generally he plays like really fluffy. But I think like he was so tired of losing the last two games. <laughs> like in the end, he was like, I was really tired of losing, so I did this. Like, yeah. Well, that makes sense. All right. Well, after I'm done hating you, I'll be back in a month. And we'll <laughs> play your next game. <laughs> Do you want to play the next, next game now? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I have therapy scheduled on Sundays now. <laughs> Anger therapy <laughs> to deal with it. Yeah. I'm gonna go and punch stuffed puppies. <laughs> or the puppies will be stuffed after. <laughs> They did, yeah, they didn't start. They didn't start stuff. <laughs> so I think that, that's for that. And for hobbying, um, I'm working on trying to get like all the Adeptus Titanicus, Adepticon Titanicus buildings. Oh yeah. So I'm working uh, with a, an event organizer to to make that happen. So we even have all the kinds of meetings about trying to come up with like efficient ways of creating these, you know, three foot by two foot buildings. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you know we're looking at possibly getting a. Uh, um, a uh, hooking up with some people who have like a laser cutter and cutting our own MDF. I talked to the guys over at, um, what was it? Uh, Artisan, Lionheart Artisan, Ironheart Artisans. I think yeah. I sent you a link yeah, to them. Yeah. Uh, they did all the Adepticon Titanicus buildings, um, for the, like the official Adepticon Titanicus. Um, and they're, even though they don't sell them, they were like, yeah, man, we'll, we still got the, the CAD for that. So we can hook send you up. you the CAD. That's awesome. That's man. cool. Yeah. Well, he won't send me the files, but he'll at least oh. <laughs> make them for me. <laughs> oh, make so, you the buildings. So, you know, like that's one option. Like, all right, well, I buy one, and then I look at how they do it. And, and then, then you just trace own. it through the window. <laughs> don't do that. No, don't do that. Yeah. No. no, I just, I, w- I wouldn't do that. But um, at least kind of, like, see how they do it and, like, yeah, make yeah, my yeah. own. Um, but then, like, I think the, the, the people who have the laser cu- uh, uh, cutter are, um, I think they charge, like, $100 a month to use their facilities. The so, makerspace? Yeah, the makerspace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really cool. Yeah, like, if, really cool. If you're up here, like, really it's this, like, co-op-y kind of thing yeah. where you, they have, like, 3D printers, uh, plotters, uh, you have table oh, nice. saws, routers, yeah. CNC machines, yeah. uh, not just the dance factory. But... Like a... <laughs> well, I'm not interested in it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, uh, yeah, they have, like, they have all kinds of crazy stuff, so... Um, I think if you're yeah if you're in there actively like using that stuff it's it sounds pretty 
very dope. Or if you're trying to make a whole bunch of trains for <laughs> less than eight hundred dollars, and you don't want to buy like a nine thousand dollar laser cutter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm excited. I, I'd really like to to hook up with the the uh, Ironheart artisans and see if I can't like you know what they have to offer. So. And, and you're also selling a beautiful Adrenos oh right <laughs> yeah. Or is that already gone? The night, yeah. Um, yeah, I've kind of been going through, like, I think a few days ago. I was talking to you last week about that, like, really depressed. Like, oh, man, I have eight armies. I only play with two. Really, it's three. But I only... <laughs> so I have, like, five armies that I never play with. And so uh put the sisters up for grabs. Um And I think, like, with with gamers, yeah, I want that. Okay, great. Everybody else is like, oh, man, I can't get that. And then, you know, like, a few days later, the person that wants it is like, I don't know. I guess I won't buy it. And you have to, like, go and haggle with the other people. Yeah. <laughs> and then you feel like a tool. <laughs> like, you feel dirty. Yeah. Like, I know I said no to your $200, but... <laughs> Can I say yes? How about a hundred? <laughs> then I put the Atropos up, uh, but I think I, I you as know, seen I, on TV. If you yeah, watch right. my YouTube channel on his, uh, on your TV on the on the glacial gate, <laughs> as, as talked about on Mob Rules, <laughs> That's right. yeah. as as heard on the podcast, yeah. <laughs> and Virgins is being touched by a woman. <laughs> oh, oh, salt! <laughs> Phil didn't hear about this. No, I didn't. That's good. <laughs> Yeah. So, we want to keep Ted happy. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been working on that. Like we'll see. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna put the knights up and then just try to like uh, come down to about you know like my orcs, my uh, death guard, and then the uh, um, uh, flesh terriers. It should be good. So there's a lot. So of... you getting rid of your iron hands too? At some point, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm I'm still a little ways away because I want to have 14 drop pods. <laughs> and this is before the FAQ came yeah, out. Yeah. Now I'm like, doors oh, like, don't even don't even start me on that FAQ. That makes me so that makes me a little bit salty. <laughs> I don't get salty often, but that made me a little salty. So I'm almost halfway there. But, I, but I feel. Aren't your drop pod doors already glued closed? Yeah, they're glued closed, but I didn't do it well, to, like, we'll, for we'll advantage. Talk, let's, talk, like, let's talk about that later. <laughs> now I look like a, like a whack piece of shit. Well, <laughs> let's talk about that later. Because okay, okay. I, 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 I think it's, it's, a, it's a double-edged sorry. sword. Sorry, it's I, just, I, just, I just spilled some salt on the table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would you please <laughs> clean it up? <laughs> clean it up, throw it over my shoulder. <laughs> All right, John, so what have you been up to? <laughs> so, Other than Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> By the um, way, I bought some Infinity Train when I was in Chicago, and I forgot all about it until uh, a couple days ago. So... Anyway, oh. did you bring it back with you? <laughs> well, yeah. He forgot about yeah, it. He forgot about it, which is why it's still in Unlike Chicago. the foam insert on my uh, Citadel case. Ooh, really? <laughs> so I have one case that has half the foam in it. Oh, Motherfucker! Did you have the models from it, though? Yeah, thankfully. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say. That, that well, was... I contacted GW, and I was like, hey, can, you, can I get like an extra foam insert? And they're like, no, we don't do bit sales, and we haven't done them since nine, uh, 2009. But you, <laughs> you like, can so buy another case. <laughs> yeah, thankfully. So I can drop 50 bucks. So I'm trying to find like somebody who sells like foam that just fits in that. Anyway, whatever. So, John, how you been? It's good to see you. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. Pretty Looks good. like Ted spilled some stuff. Uh, yeah, sorry. I'm going to talk all so over your bit. No, it's, it's all good. It's all good. My, my Forge World order arrived. Uh, oh, cool. Did I tell you I got a Forge World order? And <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> no, no. I, I've got this great story about Forge World, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So let's go hear from me, John. Okay, yeah. let's go to yeah, no, no, I, that, that's about all, all I have to me. So I got my Forge World order, and I got my Spartan finally. Oh, nice! I'm very happy. So to the see. tracks attached to it, or not? they are attached. Oh, lucky. One is cracked at the top, so I do have to try to put that back on. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't have to attach tracks to yeah. the Spartan, so that's I'm very hot. excited about that. Uh, so that's kind of getting me back into the 30k aspect of it, and getting my Marines and everything. Which Legion are you running? Uh, Imperial Fist. Oh, okay. So painting the yellow that you did you didn't scare you away from doing an entire army with no, it? Okay. No, no. Think- well, if you would have just waited 2,000 years, you would have just played with one model, and it would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, spoilers. Man. Spoilers. 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 Um, but no, uh, I, the, my, my Imperial Fists are going to be uh, mainly black. 
Okay. With, oh, cool. Because it's going to be led by Sigismund. Oh, okay. uh, so and they're gonna have like yellow, like uh, Pre- parts of the armor is gonna be oh, yellow, but there's gonna okay. be a lot of black in there, and you know the black fist of Dorne and oh, all that other cool. kind of fun stuff. And also, I don't have to paint everything yellow, <laughs> so, so that's a great fluff reason. That's great. I also, how deep did you have to dig for that fluff reason <laughs> to paint yellow? I actually got book six for for Horace Heresy, and it was like okay. right there. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do <laughs> nice, that. sold. So I also was the first person to purchase a ticket for the Las Vegas Open. Oh, you bought <gasps> one. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay. Accidentally, because their website isn't fully up. <laughs> so. Oh, you mean like at all? <laughs> Not even just like no. the first in Alaska to so, buy it. So oh, okay. I, just, I just Googled LVO 2016, yeah. and I, this website comes up. I'm not going to give out the website. Because <laughs> by the time this comes out, this it won't be open yet. Tickets yeah. go on sale July 1st, I mean. <laughs> well, I'm sure any enterprising did, nerd yeah, is going to find it. Did you get told like vehemently by their uh, so Reese Robbins comes to your door hey look (laughs) (laughs) so the website shut down now Uh, (laughs) they had it up for testing so I found it so I put in for the 40k narrative which is the drinking friendly tournament uh, and just the general entry and that was you know I paid my $60 and I get an email uh, order confirmation and it says you are order number 0001 thank you for your order (laughs) wow so wow I, I have some correspondence with Frankie from Frontline Gaming about some maps I ordered a couple years back. So I email him and I'm like, hey man, I'm pretty sure I just got scammed. Is this you guys? And I get an email back from Reese who's like, how did you find this website? <laughs> and he's saying uh, that it's not open yet. We're going to refund your money. I'm like, you really don't have to refund my money. I'm going to go. And he's like, no, because we haven't decided on pricing and stuff like that. So, so yeah. I, I, it's supposed to be a lot more than 60 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the uh, GT is seventy five bucks for the entry fee. Whoa! For that two hundred person GT, which I'm sure is awesome, but I'm nowhere near the skill level where I want to spend seventy five dollars, especially mm, when I know I won't be playing it sober. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, that happened. And Phil, I are you gonna refunded. go to it? I, I was thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seventy five bucks. Yeah, you need to go. Well, GT. Well, you're not gonna GT it. Well, you know. Yeah, you will. <laughs> I was thinking narrative, but I was so, also thinking. GT. So, so last year, last year the narrative was kill team all day Friday. Okay. And there's a lounge in there with, you know, refreshments and stuff like that. Hookers. And then uh, Saturday, Sunday, it's like 2,000 points. Like uh, two games each day. So it's like an easier pace. Um, cooler opponents, things like that. $55 cheaper if old prices are to be believed. Uh, but so July 1st, that, that's that's when tickets right. go on sale for that there. All right. Uh, weekend of the 3rd through the 5th of February. Hmm. Like that. I've already got my time off of questing because I got all excited because I got tickets. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no longer. Yeah, no longer. You um, had tickets, <laughs> unticketed. I had tickets. Yeah, uh, and aside from that, I, I did organization because I rent apart my kitchen, so I had yeah. to move all my forty k stuff. Nice. Oh wow. Yeah. So I made shelves, put them yeah. all up in shelves. There you go. Yeah. Silver lining. To Silver lining. Nice. Yeah. What you do for shelves for your models? Because I, I was listening to the ICs a while ago, and they were talking about different solutions. So I have um, <laughs> okay. Uh oh. So I have uh, three boxes of unopened, unbuilt boxes in my shed. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I have a crate. That was part of the reason I'm selling my armies. <laughs> like, <laughs> looking through the closet, like I hope Sierra doesn't see this. <laughs> I have a blue plastic tote with sprues, uh, unbuilt sprues. <laughs> nice. I have a blue plastic tote of built models unpainted. Um, and then I have a bunch of foam all around my house, which I'm trying to get into my laundry room above, you know, everything else and just kind of keep it away. Nice. The, the, the Ikea does this fantastic little glass <laughs> display case for like 80 bucks. 
Is that uh, the one they were talking about? Yeah, it's it's amazing and it's fantastic, but we can't get it up here. Yeah, oh. and yeah. the shipping on it is like three hundred <gasps> bucks. Yeah. Sierra's gonna be down in Portland in a couple weeks. It's like a hundred kilograms of pure glass. What is that in pounds? <laughs> oh, it's it's very heavy glass. What's and that it's, in it's, American? It's all glass, so there's no way for you to ship it safely without kind of doing it through UPS or something. Well, I wonder because you can. I think if it's like fragile or whatever, they have like a special like oversized bin where they hopefully doodling like walk it through so, so that's wonder... when when they don't secure it down but they just don't throw it in the hold at the same time <laughs> i don't know but so it's only but i can't bring myself to i mean i would love to buy a display case i mean yeah. i have some really nice models i want to put in there but at the same time when i see ikea has one for 70 dollars, i'm not going to spend 400 dollars on one that's crappier yeah so um yeah they're they're kind of on a shelf just now oh, okay yeah so if we can get you one like and there's a feasible way of shipping it up here i'd, I'd be interested okay all i'd right. be interested We'll look into that. Free shipping, though. Waiting for of course. <laughs> She's at Alaska Airline Club. What did you see? What Prime has going on there? She's only going uh, down there for a weekend, so hopefully she's not. Same thing for. See, and this is terrible. Prime has the same thing for like one hundred and sixty dollars, but I refuse to pay when I know that yeah. I can get it eventually. If I just hold off long enough until you move, until, <laughs> until I move, that I can get it there for seventy dollars. <gasps> oh, another thing. My uh, my dad shipping my bug up. Oh, you're in your car back? Yeah. So, um, no, no, it's actually just a bug. Yeah, this is dead dead cricket from when he was a child. It was his best friend through high school. Yeah, it's very sentimental. Henry or Squeezy, as I used to call him. That's why he's dead. Squeezy. Oh God. Well, that joke fell flat. Oh. Well, in memoriam of Ted's bug (laughs) and that joke, let's take a break. Uh, Let's take a break, and we'll come on back, and we will talk about FAQs. Whoa, the facts or facts. Facts. Facts, if you will. Facts. Oh, God. With your facts, weird, you weird, weird European accent. Whatever. Gleek. Gleek. <laughs> oh, God. If you're in the Anchorage area and need your hobby fix, head on down to Tier 1 Cards and Games. Whether it's 40K, X-Wing, Attack Wing, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Dragon Ball, Pokemon, War Machine, Age of Sigmar, Malifor, or even Magic, the Gathering kind, not the Siegfried and Royd kind, Tier 1 Cards and Games has the space, the players, and products for you to build your forces and destroy your foes. Not in Alaska? Enjoy our snow, suckers. We've got none. And while you're stuck inside, check out Tier 1's live Twitch stream at www.twitch.tv forward slash Tier 1 Cards. Streaming ITC format, 40K starting at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on the last Saturday of every month. There we go. Hey, all. Hi. Uh, so Welcome to today's episode of Salt. So, well, it's not, what we learn about iodine. So I, I want to put this like nice calming music behind us before we start talking. Yeah. We're, we're honestly we're not going to be talking about the FAQs hugely. We'll, we might touch on some of the newer stuff that came out there, but mainly what we're going to be touching on is our um, our, our listeners' FAQs. Oh, uh, we found out the call. Let me let me get rid. Of I don't think our listeners you. pay us enough to touch their FAQs. <laughs> That's like an extra five bucks. I think. Yeah, yeah but, and it might be hard. I know some of them are gonna in just Panama and Korea. And cut that <laughs> off there. Places. Cut that off there before yeah. it gets thirty. Seconds. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's not parody if it's longer. Um, so yeah, we we I, I put a, a kind of a request out on our oh, Facebook page. So you get your faux FAQs. Yeah, faux cues. I wanted people to ask me their worst FAQ questions because, quite honestly, reading some of the FAQs, they were god awful. And I have I have all the respect for Games Workshop for wanting to get back onto the internet talking to for, people for not just like burning their building down and yeah. just starting again. Yeah. <laughs> like if this is the FAQs that are released, yeah. I can only imagine how shitty some of the questions yeah. are. Well, you say some of them was like, um, I know it says this, but can I also do this? No, I, swear. And like that's, I love that when they, they they have like these like this paragraph long question. 
that it's just someone asking like the complete opposite of what the book clearly says and they just go no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think like 90% of the time like that I've seen these is like if you go to your book and you read it it's fine but I think like what happens and yeah. it's just that like you know with so many of us we've played so many editions that they end up getting edition yeah. uh, confused yeah. <laughs> and like well are you sure I can't do this well in fourth edition you could I yeah. could do this 10 years ago why can't I do that now <laughs> yeah well you just forgot that's okay so uh, we're going to just go through these here I'm looking for kind of just, just your replies to these you know okay. as, as you know right. professionals so like we did a couple episodes sure, sure. Cool. quasi professionals we're yeah. professionals so, um, on the internet so like well we don't get paid like, except like, for you that's you like 10% paid. professional yeah yeah well we'll, we'll Oh, yeah, okay. Phil Phil's on this new website called YouTube, and he gets <laughs> all of the YouTube cash, all of that cash, all of that cash. Me, was that, was that me, that's... me and Markiplier and PewDiePie. Are if just you were to get out on the weekends, if you were to get a hundred dollars of you, you would be so rich right now. I would be so oh. rich right now. Instead, I get like like a hundred dollars every like couple months, which I mean is better than nothing. Wow, oh, I know. It's oh. Phil's going to start paying us to be on. <laughs> These are promotional spots, yeah. Phil. Yeah. We don't just give the third chair to anybody. <laughs> Actually, okay, we do. do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's literally a sign outside your door that says, do you want to be on the internet? So, <laughs> that's my bedroom door. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, that's, your, that's your other business. Yeah. <laughs> Mob rules cams. So. <laughs> so better than chat roulette. <laughs> But just barely. <laughs> Same amount of dicks. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, you can't prove anything. That so, was a finger. Our, our first question here, um, and I'm going to leave names out of this so so that you know the innocent are, are left alone. Mm-hmm. But, hey, hey, Phil, why isn't Jesus. Commissar Yarrick an HQ choice in every codex? Um, because of uh, he, he was notoriously bad at bringing snacks to the party. So oh. most of the other armies... We're just like, no, you are no longer invited over for game time. So, uh, so the, the guard were yeah. the only ones that couldn't get rid of him. So <laughs> Eldar were like, we would love for it to have you, but you didn't bring the cheese plate. Yeah, but last so. time you just came over and ate like all of the brie, but you didn't bring anything. Like not even a bottle of wine. Stupid you know? sandwich eating elves. Yeah, seriously. Oh, all right, yeah. oh, yeah. Ted, Ted, can I take care? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Here. Can I take apocalypse formations and kill team? Because I think that would be totes legit. <laughs> Uh, already these two questions better than some of the questions better. yeah <laughs> officially yeah no, i um I, I think you can um you just have to have it like each part of the formation is other under 400 points yeah um and i think you just have to like you have to uh you use like one quarter of your blast templates yeah so you use like yeah. smaller templates for smaller games, and, and this so, guardsman counts as Baneblade, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> just to, so we can fit inside the. To just the model the right. base bigger. Yeah, just model the yeah. base bigger. This guardsman counts as Baneblade. <laughs> That'll be fine. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So I'm gonna keep with that. I like that yeah. answer. Uh, I like this little roundtable here, Phil. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not realizing that this is an audio podcast and not a video kind of thing. Wait, it's not. No. So <laughs> what's that camera over there? there there's a, well, Use hand gestures. That, that, that's, oh, that's, the, that's the other. That's business. the other one. Oh god. So uh, the question is that why we're naked too? Right? The question yeah. came <laughs> with a picture, uh, okay. which we're going to ignore the picture completely, and I'm okay. not going to acknowledge it. Cool. The question is just why. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, because cause he asked politely, and I think it was uh, just one of those things where, uh, you know, if you, you never know, this is why you got to ask, you know, always ask, because it was politely asked, and uh, I mean, that's why. I actually saw that picture earlier, and it was a naked clown. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. like I said, yeah. <laughs> you were pretty close. It was a, a Legion of the Damned with a, a clown face. I assume uh. it was... Um, 
what what's the word I'm looking for? What's the <laughs> I forgot um, about that. Uh, was he uh, the the um, Juggalos? Oh, insane uh, clown posse. Yeah, Legion of the Juggalos. Legion of the Juggalos. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I guess that's why. And like um, I said, he just asked nicely and brought a, a bottle of Fago, and he was good to go. <laughs> Okay, um, I'm going to skip around a little bit here because I think there's a tournament question I want to ask uh, Phil here. But Ted, if my opponent has magnetized weapons and backpacks on their Marines and any of them manage to fall off mid-game, will they take a wound? <laughs> uh, strength for AP nothing hit yeah. uh, and uh, force. Yeah, that's standard. <laughs> that's, it's standard. Would, would you have to successfully cast force in the prior psychic phase in order to get the benefits of force? Uh, it, there's the magnetic phase. Yeah, there is. <laughs> which, it, is, which is right after movement. Yeah. Where you roll, if you roll a six, it, you reverse the polarity. Yeah, exactly. It's right after movement, right before psychic phase. The, backpack, just, psychic phase. the backpack hovers off of your yeah. figure. <laughs> It's like Schrodinger's backpack. It's both a backpack and not a backpack until the magnetic phase. Well, I think that you also, uh, being as that your part of your armor is falling off, your armor save is reduced when you take that uh, strength 4 AP, Mm -hmm. nothing hit. I mean, that makes sense. A space marine would be uh, 4 plus. Yeah. Uh, Unless it's a backpack, and then he's actually reduced his movement by 1, too. It's actually only on the side that it falls off. So if his gun falls off, Four plus to the front arc, because mm-hmm. um, you know space marine models are, right. are generally have their arcs on their uh, <laughs> individual models. So if the backpack falls off, back arc four plus. Yeah, gun falls off four plus on the front. Uh-huh. Technically, if the it, backpack it, falls off, that's uh-huh. their power plant. Right, so they can't. So walk. they can't move, can't shoot, yeah. can't do. They're literally entombed. Right. Yeah. in that spot. Immobilized yeah. snapshots. Um, can't sweep in advance. Yeah, one so, attack hey, on uh, charge. Hey Jeffius, would you mind putting my backpack back on? <laughs> yeah. uh, brother Jeffius. <laughs> brother Jeffius. Technically, his power pack's fallen off, so his calm won't work anymore. <laughs> Neither will he have oxygen breathing All through right, his so, suit. So he's oh, and, and wait, and now who are the idiots for having the watchers in the dark walking around? Thank you very much. It's a little dark. Sir, count as a model, but it can put your backpack back Sir, on. Sir, your backpack, Jeffius. Yeah. Sir, it's too Jeff- small. I can just imagine this little watcher <laughs> jumping up and down behind a dark angel trying to yeah. get to the backpack, but it's not able. No, that's why they you, you you bring the, multiple watchers in the dark they can stand on each other's yeah. shoulders you know what, yeah. what the uh, the watchers in the dark really are and why yeah. they wear their capes is they're jacaro yeah yeah and, well, it's, little a, it's also why the dark angels have all those robes because uh-huh. half of the dark angels are just two watchers in the dark standing on top of each other's shoulders <laughs> and they put the capes over them so that you can't and tell only one is inner circle yeah, only one, and only one's inner circle the top part so they can't walk to the inner circle meetings but they can hear about it <laughs> on the internet uh, I'm going to name and shame on this one. Okay. Uh, long-time contributor Danny McDivitt oh, asks, uh, <laughs> why does John Miller choke at every tournament? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Damn. Damn. And the internet is asking, who the hell is Salt. John Miller? <laughs> <laughs> John Miller, a local player, uh, sponsored by Morton's, the salt company. <laughs> um, he apparently started he listening shot? recently. So. Nice. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> hi, John. Had I'd been listening. <laughs> and that's that's why we name and shame Danny McDivitt. Yeah. Uh, for, for <laughs> Throw him under the so bus. Kick his ass instead, yeah. I don't think he chokes. It's just he... The thing is, that first round, he just kicks ass. And then he ends up going up against, like, Danny. And so it's like, well, womp, womp. Good luck I, I, with that I, one. He has bad ankles, so I think that's, uh, he just plays really good, and then his ankles give out. Then his ankles then, give out? Yeah, or maybe it's wrists. I think his yeah. wrists are a little limp. So, I don't think it's his, it's definitely not his ankles, because he's no. a paratrooper. So well, like, it's, it's kind of like a, yeah. <laughs> he's literally paid to jump out of airplanes. <laughs> you, only have to land, you only have to land for a second. So <laughs> I think he's good for that. And yeah. then like, all right, I can't, I gotta, I gotta lay down, guys. Yeah. I have to have my, I have a little, little rest here. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the middle of a battle, son. Yeah, just my ankles. Yeah. My ankles. 
I'm a, I'm a Blood Angels player. Leave me alone. <laughs> the opinions of Ted are not shared necessarily by that of Mob Rules or the other people sitting around the table. So I, I find making fun of paratroopers' ankles usually doesn't work out well in favor. John's a great guy. Yeah, <laughs> super great. I give him super shit because like, nah, we've never crossed paths at tournaments because I pair up, then pair down. He pairs up, then pairs down. Um but Wait, didn't you both he, say you paired up? No, you know, so so I'll I'll it's the opposite directions. Yeah, I'll lose win lose or lose lose win. Oh, okay, he'll lose win win or okay. win win lose. Yeah. Um, but he always gives me crap because I've never played him. Yeah. But like, we, there's this board at a local store which has like win loss records on it. Yeah. And I, I play pretty infrequently now because of my you know work and summer and stuff like that. I still have a better win loss record than him. <laughs> And like it's it's completely arbitrary because I think I'm like four and one and he's like twenty and seven. <laughs> but I'm like, oh man, I've lost more. And it just yeah, it's it's fun. Love yeah. getting goats here. Uh-huh. Um, okay, Ted, love you, John. Yeah. Love you, John. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, keep, keep listening, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Since uh, since Games Workshop said we can use older data slates as long as we have them and unit entries are data slates, can I use old Zogwart and the old good version of Boss Zagstruck? I've actually been using, um, yeah, older orc, or, older orc characters as well. Nazdreg has a, a ballistic skill of four with a plasma cannon. So I've been using him, and his points are uh, reduced. So. Really good. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's, and he has Terminator armor. And I think, like, the old Terminator, or the uh, Mega armor, gave him Deep Strike. So yeah. I, I've, been, I've been using the heck, heck out of that. Um, so. uh, I think that basically what that answer from uh, GW means is uh, plastic squats uh, confirmed. Plastic mm-hmm. squats confirmed. So uh, yeah. just getting ready for that to come out because <laughs> they need to go along with the old uh, the old entries that they Cl- had. Clock reset. Yeah, Thanks, Phil. Clock reset. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're <but> welcome. Our <laughs> uh, models who fall off terrain because I hip checked the table removed as casualties. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. Doesn't everyone play that way? That's how I won the tournament. I just started <laughs> banging the table like accidentally. Air quotes. <laughs> You know, we had the, the, the Bako Bits and Cat uh, policy a while ago, where <laughs> if your model disappeared because we rubbed Bako Bits on the model and the cat ate it, yeah. then it was gone. It was just so, gone for good. I mean, it's kind of like that policy. It's the Bako Bits and hip check. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that works. It's in the addendum. Okay. Yeah. Counts as Biotitan. <laughs> <laughs> if, if a model is removed from play slash the table via nerf slash real gun or baseball bat slash lock in a sock... Does it count as a casualty? <laughs> and follow up: Does that legally count as defense of self property since my models are at war? Um, yeah, D D strength, oh. right? D strength bats. Well, I, I guess if, if if your opponent's winning, then yeah, I mean you're under emotional duress. Yeah, um, and you could have fear for your um, the, uh, nerdhood, models, yeah. your nerdhood, yeah, which is like manhood, which is like life. Um, sure. So yeah, I hadn't used a lock in a sock, but I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I usually a, use dice in a bag. It's a really good kid's book, The Lock yeah. in the Sock. <laughs> <laughs> I think The Lock in the Sock is getting uh, FAQ'd out, actually. But uh, That was a but, Bukowski, but, wasn't it? That's just a <laughs> pretty sure that was a Charles Bukowski book. <laughs> a man after my own heart asks, I read somewhere that orcs can never truly lose because dying in battle counts as a victory and running away to fight another day is a victory. Does this, ma- uh, does this mean my opponent has to auto-concede at the start of the match? I mean, your logic's flawless, in my opinion. <laughs> so I don't, I don't see any way to get around that one. It's true. I, I think it's just like a, every other army out there, other than orc players, are in denial. Yeah. I mean that they are winning, but you mm-hmm. know, it's, 
It's, uh, it's okay. It's a game we like to play. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if I run out of dice because they keep sucking and I keep throwing them away, <laughs> do I have to concede? Uh, I, mean, I mean, if sucky dice means that you have to concede, I would have had to concede a lot of games, let me tell you, sir. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think in a, in a tournament setting, no. no. Yeah, no. Because I think in a tournament setting, it's up to the provider of the or the uh, TO to supply dice if you don't have dice. Yeah. Um, so it's up to them. If you want to keep rolling dice and if they keep sucking and you throw them away, they have mm-hmm. to supply you with dice that uh, are... Are in not your favor. sucky. Yeah. Also, right. also, if you run out of dice, uh, rock paper scissors is an acceptable form of <laughs> gameplay. So you just, wow. you just start rock paper scissors. I, I'm so just, it's, I, it's basically a D three okay. roll. You guys really softball this because we used to do Rochambeau uh, okay. or odds and evens. Nope. <laughs> We're gonna do this right now. Okay, Phil. Okay. My fi- my hive tyrant. And okay. This is gonna be great audio. My hive tyrant uh, shooting you at your rhino. Okay. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. How about do grav against the uh, flying hive tyrant? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Grab, grab against. <laughs> You're, you're, you're graft, okay, you ready? Right. Snapshots. Okay. One, two, three, go. Oh, oh it's a tie. Okay, so, so, uh, that's, that's the first one, one is two, three. Oh, double okay. tie. One, two, three. Oh! oh okay, so Down he comes. Now you have to make a grounding test. Okay. Oh, he oh, made, made his grounding the, test. So he's only down one okay. wound, but he's uh, still in the air. Well, I want to know what that paper was. That wasn't even paper. I think that was wall. He just used wall on you. Yeah. <laughs> so Because that was kind of sideways. You for for those of you who couldn't see that, we... We both threw scissors the first time. Twice. Then we both threw scissors the second time. Then I threw scissors to his paper to wound. Then he threw. Then he threw paper to my rock to uh, stay in the air and fast his grounding. But test. but it was sideways, so it was actually wall. So it was like he wall. Threw wall. <laughs> he threw okay. wall. He it's kind of like you ever do grenade. Yeah, where you stick your thumb up. <laughs> I think that's bomb or whatever. Full disclosure: I really want to play like a five hundred point game <laughs> where everything is everything decided is by rock paper scissors. Yeah, it's like, what do you want? I want this one. Let's go. <laughs> oh man, okay. I have two more that we're gonna do, and then we okay. we have some more that we're saying, but I was gonna do a couple more here. Uh, this one here again comes from Danny. Okay. Uh, maybe this is kind of a sign about why he wins so many tournaments. Um, he says, if I tank shock my opponent with my car because he beats me <laughs> and he fails his death or glory attempt, can I claim Slay the Warlord in an attempt to tie the game? Yeah. Again, Danny, our local tournament winner. <laughs> yeah. Did he break the models? No. He's, he's, he just hits he's the person? Hitting the person, yeah. Well, uh, people can't be the warlord, so it has to be the models. Well, that's true. Oh, yeah. yeah no. Oh, wait well, I guess, answer I guess, seriously, Ted. Well, no, I guess, I guess <laughs> technically it's if they were walking their models back to their car at the time, then it could be Slay the Warlord. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if the warlord model breaks, yeah, if the warlord yeah. model breaks during the process, then yes. yes so, it so if it's not during the game, but if it's before the game or in between games? No, after Maybe the game also games because you have to go retroactively. So why do you have to retro? Well, once it's over, it's over. So I think like it has to be like in between games because then you haven't Ted, allocated the world. That's yet. not how rules work. They don't, no, that's they don't how work like that. So there is a follow-up question to this as well. (laughs) There is a follow-up question to this as well. Uh, Follow-up question. If I stab my opponent during the game, and before he stabs me, can I claim first blood? Um, Now, in all fairness, this wasn't Danny that asked his card. (laughs) Did the person fall over? Was blood actually well, drawn? Well, well I don't they're think... stabbing, I'm assuming there's blood. Well, yeah, I, mean, I understand I the blood, but... Would it, it be like... stabbed and, like, missed? I don't think so. Be, yeah. I think it's, like, he's wounded, but if the person falls over out of shock, or maybe they stumble when you force it, you have to really put a lot more force into it, mm. so you knock a person over, then, yeah, I yeah. mean, you, you've, you've felled the enemy. It's true. If they stand their ground, so... that's a feel-no-pain roll, right. and he's good to go. Yeah. So, no, that doesn't count. <laughs> so they have to literally die. They have to literally die for it to Yeah, they take all the wounds first. Yeah, yeah. Not just... 
Well, and and okay, so our last question here, which both of you can answer okay. if you choose, okay. uh, comes to us from not Gap- that we've really been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comes to us from Gap Thorpe, okay. who asks, um, "Are you ever going to send that money?" <laughs> so that's um, that's that's the, the end of that segment. I'm gonna, I think that I'm going to leave that to Jonathan. Jonathan's going to answer that question in well, a special well, segment. Oh, well, called- we're out of time. Oh, right, playing it, it cut off. Oh, there's oh, the guy with the yeah, hook. Oh, oh. Just, you literally bought a guy with a hook to bring him to this. That seems, that seems unnecessary. God, I really wish we had the time uh, to answer that question. So we just don't. So we got to take a break. Oh, oh God. Oh. Next we'll, time. Maybe next time. Our attorneys will get to you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we'll be back and we'll, we'll talk about Beast Arises. And, and hopefully we'll remember to talk about the money Ooh. we said we send you. Yeah. Uh, what? I already well, forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Beast Wait, Arises. What? what question? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Oh. You're pretty. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's take a break. All right. All right. Bye. Yo, dog, what's up? It's the M to the A to the G-O-S. Here to surprise your boy, Jerry Annis. <laughs> he has no idea. We about to pimp his night. Hi, I'm Jerry. I'm 22 years old, and my night is a little worse for wear. It got handed down through several generations of my family. Uh, you see, we've been protecting the citizens of this world for gosh centuries now. It's gonna get a lot harder to keep the village folks safe now, though we did not outdated the gun. I mean, I don't even have a carapace gun. It's it's tough. Worst of all, my father was very angry at my mother during the body ceremony, so she left him for a funeral. Those those emotions remain. At my own bonding, I felt pretty confused by the feelings I was having, and to be honest with you. I can't look at my mother the same way again. We used to be close, but now that I has uh, ruined. Yo, it's your boy, the Magos. Imperial Might, is this real? Holy shit. Yo, 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 it's real, Jerry. Now give me your keys. We're going to pimp your night. Let's go to West Sector Customs. It's actually narrowly bonded to me. Let's bring West Sector Customs here. All right, yo. So, check it. Our boy Jerry here needs a fly knight so he can keep on representing his family and protecting the small folk from Xenos invasion, alright? So, weapons, what you got, priest? So, what Jerry got here is a stock 33 Millennium Knight Paladin with a broken heavy stubble and a battle can that battle cannot. What I'm gonna do is drop the Reaper Chain Sword low to the ground so that when the small folks go cruising by, they know who's the boss. Nice! Then we're going to take the heavy stubble out and we're going to put in a holographic projector that constantly projects the image of his moms in front of the night at all times and get your boys rage up. All the better to smite the enemies of the Emperor with. Exactly. And as for the battle cannon, we got to modify it so instead of firing bullets, it's going to fire beats. 36,000 decibels of sick beats dropping out that speaker. Word. All right. What are we doing with that machine spirit IT guy? Uh, Jerry's night is slow to respond. It hasn't had an update in years, so we're going to uh, do what we do best. Preach it. Uh, turn it off and then on again. Uh, should speed up the reaction time. All right, boy. Paint, what are we doing? Jerry's night represents the color of the house and family, and it's important that we respect the traditions and heritage. I asked Paint, what are we doing? Like green. Sounds tight, right? Let's get to work. Yo, Jerry, we've been working hard on your night, and he is ready, are you? So ready. We have an incoming orc invasion. I must protect my world. All right, here is the curtain, and here is your night. What have you done? Why is the reaper so low? Why are my hair bleeding? Why is it green? 
Well, we out, yo. You officially been pent. Ah. Why is my mother 30 feet tall in front of me? <laughs> okay, we're back. We're back. No questions were left unanswered in that last segment. I, I feel good I about so. it. Yeah, I feel, no, no. I feel like we answered everything. I right? feel super good. good about it. Yeah, I think so. Um, keep sending your FAQs. We'll keep Although, on answering I think them. Phil Kelly was wondering where we uh, when we we're going to send money, right? Yeah, we, we right? sent him a check already. Phil Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Thanks for writing all those Dark Angels books. Yeah, just randomly. <laughs> so we're we're all here Love today. Love you, Gav. <laughs> Thank you for the books <laughs> and, the, and the attention. And, yeah, and for talking to us. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, fuck these guys. Yeah, thanks for acknowledging our existence. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're all here today to, to mainly talk about we, like our affectionate halftime report uh, about the Black Library event series this year of The Beast Arises. Yes. Um, book seven just released. We're going to kind of focus on book one through six just now. Because they're mm. the only ones we've read. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I did pick up book seven today. Uh, kind of just kind of the event so far, what we think of it, uh, the format of it, all that other kind of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I, I'm loving it so far. Me too. Uh, I've, I've said it before. It has pages and covers. The format is amazing. <laughs> um, Ted doesn't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I drew pictures of mine. That's pretty good. I know that there's a chaos guy involved. Ted, <laughs> Ted was super unhappy. Someone drew a dick on his pages. <laughs> um, it looked like your handwriting. But but no, like uh, more more kind of the, the format I'm talking about is it's it comes across as like a real serialized kind of radio play to to me when I'm reading mm. it. You know, it all it ends on a cliffhanger every oh, time. Yeah. You know, and it's like tune in next time. You know. Our heroes, will they do to do? I really like that because it kind of it's a little hook for next month, yeah. which I think is super important when you're doing it, kind of a monthly series. Are you here. catching that? Like, it, it seems as though there's a there's a story arc. I mean, it, it makes sense, but there's there's. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, all right, yeah. Again, Ted is an but, artist. No, no, no. <laughs> but it, 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 there's there's one that like it starts and it ends with like a an exterminatus or like the wrapping up of destruction of the. Of the characters of the events, like I think it's like almost each book, like you know, there was Artemantua, there was um, you know the fleets, there was uh, what was that that one planet where the lady did the virus bomb and took out everything? Oh shit! Uh, this one part. you had an exterminatus of uh, Perturabo's, uh Spoiler home. alert! Oh, oh, oh yeah. By the way, before we go on, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we should have spoilers. <laughs> spoilers coming on. Uh, spoilers. Spoilers. That's enough of that. Yeah. So, um, so download this and then save it for after you read the book. My <laughs> Perturabo, I mean yeah, the dancer. But, but download it now. But yeah. please, please, please download it right now, please. In fact, download it on every device that you have. Twice. Twice. We're, we're trying to get our numbers up to get better sponsors. Yeah. My hard drive's full of... Uh, Although we do right love now, our so. existing sponsors. Um, <laughs> oh, one of them. But yeah, so you were saying. That was it. <laughs> no, that was okay. That's all he's got to say. Was, so, yeah. I mean, no, but it's true. That, that yeah. I mean, yeah. There, there's an, some sort of exterminatus or some sort of destruction of yeah. the plot line. They're <laughs> killing everybody. Well, they, well, they, to, to me, they're having these kind of like big, you know, individual arcs within the book. But all of these arcs are being used to move characters to specific places to sure. set up future events. Mm-hmm. And like I said, just in you know, a general like three act structure, you know, we're, we're setting up. Uh, where we're you know halfway through Act Two now, where we're setting up for the the end game. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they have specific pieces that they want to move to to certain locations. Sure. Um, you know, they, they moved the Fist Exemplars, this book, out, mm-hmm. you know, away from Terra. Um, they have Imperial Fists on Terra now, and I'm saying that they need to, you know, have these big cataclysmic events to move them to these areas mm-hmm. um, and kind of get the, the plot going. Uh, I mean, it's still great. I mean, it's still, you know, Black Library, so, you know, Imperial Fists are yeah. dying left and right. Yeah. Um, but I think, I mean, the writing is, is being really nice. I mean, and it's something I know I can finish in a, in a, in a morning. Um, stupid, you know, fast reader that I am. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I, I, I read it pretty fast, but not in one sitting. <laughs> yeah, I, I usually uh, read them in one sitting. Just, yeah, in wow. about three, four hours in the morning. Um, what? Yeah. Three or four? Jesus. What? Yeah. Do you, I start, like, do reading you, them, and then I'm like... I wonder what Plato's made out of. Do you actually? I was gonna say, do you actually read it or do you just turn pages? Because I'm pretty sure it would take me two or three hours just to turn on the pages. No, it's something. Just count the numbers one, two, yeah, three, exactly. four, five, six. Oh, they missed one. Yeah. <laughs> it's something my parents like, super encouraged me for reading like all the time when I was younger. So yeah. like I'm used to kind of going through things like super super quick. Um, what page then, number is uh, John, Jim Thompson on on the phone book? Well, also you know, <laughs> uh, you know I took some college classes in writing and reading and stuff like that. Oh, um, so, some English classes. Damn, dropping Same his here, cred, but dropping, dropping his creds over here. But yeah. no, one of one of the things well, I learned, Bobby from, Fisher. <laughs> one of the things I learned from my literacy class is, um, or was it Rain Man? Is that you? You know, you do your first read through, okay. and then your 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 other read throughs. You're reading with a different perspective to kind of get some different information. So you read it twice? No, no, I've read them once so far. Because like I, I very rarely read a book a second time. <laughs> there, In some... fact, I never do because I start reading the second time and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know how this ends. Oh man, and I have to put well, it. Down. But see, here we're getting into different <laughs> things here: Pirates and Adventure with Scientists or Playboy Letters. <laughs> so, so you're reading it from your perspective, but yeah. then you have to kind of put yourself, say, if we were doing a whole bunch of like Emily Bronte or something, like that, you put yourself in a feminist perspective and you read it from that way and it kind of changes your view of the events these ones here these books they're, they're real like pulp crime fiction novels for yeah. me almost mm, so sure. i don't feel it's going to warrant like these third to seven three uh, i mean I'm, I'm not trying to insult anyone here um but I, you know it's 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 nice you know distraction so i, I don't have to you know i can kind of turn off and read it and, and kind of get enjoyment from it we're getting away from everything anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so This has been John's life. This has been, yeah. <laughs> this has John, been reading with John. Reading with John. How John reads stories. Thank you for good. NPR. This has been reading with John. Oh, do it. Oh, no. I don't even have a good song lined up for that. <laughs> so, I don't know. There we go. Uh, hockey sounder. So, uh, it starts book one here. Uh, we have a really kind of lax Imperium. Uh, Horus Heresy ended 1,500, 2,000 years ago. Um, there are no real big threats since then. They're just kind of chilling. High Lords are getting all lazy. Um, we have kind of an, a random alien incursion in this planet in uh, close to close to Terra. And so in their infinite wisdom, High Lords deploy all of the Imperial Fists. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been a point of contention for some kind of reviews and stuff I've read. It's like, well, why did they empty the phalanx? You know, oh, why did they do this? Why did... And I'm like, well... Read this... the goddamn books, because it tells you. <laughs> it does. <laughs> that the High Lords demanded it. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and, and something I super liked, kind of skipping forward a little bit here, is when the remnants of the Imperial Fists, good old Corland, and kind of the... Uh, the, the successor chapters make it back to Terra, and they're talking to these High Lords. The High Lords make them their bitch. Well, like, yeah. they... I, I was I was super angry at the High Lords when that all went down. Ooh man! Uh, and it I really, don't think I would have been held back if I was Corlin. I, I never really understood well, the the relationship between the Astartes and and 
terror and the bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. And it is literally, you go do your thing, but you're my bitch, mm-hmm. and I will call you back. Yeah. Uh, and you do what I say. Mm-hmm. Up until I think like there is, I mean, we do see like towards the end of the book, the sixth book, where there is like a flip. There mm-hmm. is like we'll yeah. do this up until the point where we don't feel that you're proper, and then yeah, <laughs> then, then it flips around and yeah. Udo becomes the bitch. Yeah, and yeah. I, that's why I, I that's the thing that I think I've loved most about these books is that a lot of the other Black Library fiction, you know, you see Space Marine stories, and then you see Imperial Guard stories, and then you see Inquisitor stories. And you see all of the different stories independent of each other in their own little world. So mm-hmm. you can imagine Space Marines thinking like Space Marines, doing Space Marine things to the baddies. And then you could think of Guardsmen thinking like Guardsmen, doing Guardsmen things against the baddies. Or the Inquisitor thinking like an Inquisitor, doing Inquisitor things to the, to the baddies. But now in this book series, you see the interactions between the Space Marines thinking like Space Marines. And then they have interactions with... You know, human lords doing human lord things. And you see how these these all intertwine in the same situation and how they view the same situation completely differently. And you don't get that from a lot of the other ones, which is what I really like about this. It kind of fleshes out the Imperium as like an actual full thing as opposed to just a place where all these different things are going on at the same time and not imperium too i thought that yeah. it was really kind of yeah. neat to have um something of an insider view into the orcs but they didn't really mm-hmm. get too much yeah. into that but the iron warriors that yeah. was like that tripped me out like i haven't oh, read yeah. too much iron oh, yeah. warriors but to really see like i mean I, I think the the author did a really good job of uh of the last one i can't remember his name david gyrum or whatever um, that's books happening. Uh, so, yeah. So, but I think he did like a really good job of like showing where the Iron Warriors aren't like the archetypical bad guy, and they're just like after the destruction of everything. Where it actually is like a difference of opinion, and it's legit. Yeah. Like, yeah. What I really like about it is, is from the setup of the story, no one is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone has their motives. Everyone is explained through our kind of years of fanboying over games workshop <laughs> yeah. we're like iron warriors but bad guys yeah 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 you know so we you know have that assumption but at the same time the the their actions are are not necessarily bad yeah it's just survival and that same and, kind of like mind-blowingness that you talk about as a reader uh-huh. you can see that reaction in the you know the loyalist space marines in their reactions to the same thing where it's like, I can't be working with, you know, with traitors. And it's like, really, you're going to like doom humanity just because you don't like us. And they're like, damn, all right, you have a good point, (laughs) you know, and that's cool. And it's interesting because you see, you know, these guys that have been sworn enemy, like, like, the die hardiest of die hard sworn oh, right. enemies like when you had um, you had the black templar the, Meserich, yeah, the, yeah Meserich and hunting down for a th- 2000, 2000 years 2000 years he's been hunting this one dude who they were like best of friends and then they went traitor they went you know their separate ways during the heresy and he's been hunting this one dude ever since then and all of a sudden it comes down where it's like we have to work together otherwise we're just doomed and humanity's pretty much effed <laughs> you know and it's like wow like could you imagine having to go through that like 2000 years of like single minded hunting yeah. is brought forth in it like has to come to the come to the head in like that that one second where you have to make the decision that this is there's got to be something bigger than this I, I have to crazy. say like every time I thought of Meserick so Meserick is the uh, um he's a marshal and like a really special marshal like yeah. he's the only one who kept his name and everything else and he's entombed he's a, uh, a black templar entombed in a dreadnought yeah. who's running a company yeah. um and every time i thought of him i just thought of like or a, a ginormous 
penguin. <laughs> like, like, so, he's a big, huge, boxy dreadnought penguin, like walking around. Burp, 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 I will kill them. Burp, burp, burp. Every time I've imagined him, I've imagined him just yelling at full volume <laughs> everything yeah. he says, like like yeah. a, like an old man like, who's like who's uh, the the batteries run down on his uh, yeah, hearing yeah. aid. So he's just screaming in, at, at everybody. Ah! Except he's like screaming through yeah. the uh, drive-thru. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my life. Man, you know, it's like, yeah. I try to put structure in this, but let's just go with it this way. Um, <laughs> my, my favorite thing with that Dreadnought so far yeah. was uh, in book six here where he is uh, on comms with the Fist Exemplar and yeah. they're trying to get talk to him about it. Yeah. Speaking of old man. Yeah. But, so, so the Fist Exemplars are trying to talk to him and he just sounds like a like a computer that needs a reboot because yeah. he's just like, do not suffer the alien to live. Purge the witch. And he just doesn't actually reply to any questions. Yeah, right. He keeps on yelling out Black Templar phrases over and over and over again. Um, yeah. And then, he, and then he sends his email to the wrong address. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey, you're going to get a kick out of this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. They're like, oh, God, Grandpa. That's not my email address. So so what's kind of been some standout scenes from the series so far for, for you guys here? I guess, Ted, well, we'll start with you. What's kind of something that's been like, whoa? Uh, I think there's been a few. I mean, uh, the for the last book, um, it's it was the scene I think with the at least I think it was the last book, maybe it was the previous one where they're going into no, it must be the uh, fifth book um, where they're going into uh, at the very end of Throne World, I believe. Where so okay, uh, what's her name? Cord is not Cord. Um, the uh, 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 Arbite chick who goes to or is it Haas that goes to the, oh, Haas. the yes, moon yes 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 so she goes to the moon she gets taken captive yeah and then I think it was actually this last book um, no, so then they go, they go to free her five yeah so they free her in the fifth one yeah Okay, so as they're going through, like there's all these uh, long shanks, and she's she's imprisoned on the orc moon, um, and there's you know the the runt herders are I think they have her in you know all these little chambers. I think they're probably gonna take her back to a planet mm-hmm. and harvest so, her. The the long so shanks always... would be like an alien race, right? They're not no, an alien race. Human. They're metahuman. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're they live in a low grav planet, and they're a sanctioned abhuman. So they're totally fine. Like they use um they just they happen to have longer limbs because they grew up on a a, a low grav planet, and so she's in there with them. And the uh, the Black Templars are going through and they're freeing everybody. And they come to that room and they see the abhumans and they kill every single one of them except for Haas. And she's they there like human, covered yeah. in their ha- like their their blood. And she's like, "What the fuck?" And they're like, "All right, you're yeah, to go." Along. That like in the middle of this battle against the orcs in the you know in the battle moon that's like sitting over Terra. That the that the that the Templars are just like well I can probably take a few minutes just to you know purge, purge the, the mutant yeah purge the mutant yeah. over here you know suffer the mutant not to live you know <laughs> <laughs> so I think that that really, that really struck a chord yeah. and then I think like later on uh, Haas like points it to Corlin he's like they killed all the uh, Longshanks oh, yeah. and Corlin was pissed about yeah. That. yeah yeah and they were like but but okay fine we won't kill but, anymore <laughs> but suffer not the mutant to live yeah like, and then Corlin's like sanctioned. no one does it except for me and they're like. All right, I guess if you say so, that's your that's, your, that's on you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think that that one really stuck in my mind. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um, and I think the uh, the last scene of the uh, um, the Armada on the in the third book, um, I think really stuck, where everybody just kind of like accepted their fate. Um, oh, the, oh, yeah, oh no! Yeah. Oh, actually, the second book. Oh god, there's so many good ones. Uh, I think <laughs> it, it was the the drunken. Um, Oh, the, the the drunken astropath on the, uh, oh, the Mechanicum yeah, 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 satellite yeah, yeah, yeah. cracked my shit up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's number one. Followed very closely by the Longshanks getting executed. Yeah, 
Phil, what are some standout moments for you? Standout moments for me. Um, I really liked when the Eldar, um, when the the Harlequins mm, were running through. Bastard, you stole sorry, my stand. sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was like that no, was. John's been talking about that awesome. scene for a while. That was so, so cool with it with the Harlequins just like flipping their way through and uh-huh. just like destroying like you know all of the guards there on Terra and just going through and just being like total badasses mm. it was cool to get i don't i haven't she i haven't got read so in. close to the emperor she got so Holy close, close. like real close one person <laughs> yeah like one like real harlequin. close like real close. had it been two or yeah. three harlequins they probably yeah. could have got there oh, so yeah, yeah and then, a whole troop and, and there's been yeah. people that were kind of pissy at that because like oh custodes are like they're better than space marines and they're almost primark level and it was like well no no but these are harlequins man like in the fluff that was their second to none yeah um, and the custodes aren't expecting it. Like it's, no, it's different yeah. when they're. It's like somebody's slipping in yeah. and doing their. That's thing, why it was you know? super cool when, like, you know, when Beast Cruel was just like, "Yeah, I would be dead. I, like, that's it. Like, I would be dead if you didn't get that." It was like, you know, it's like the this best one, assassin, the, the best planet. assassin ever, and yeah. like all of the assassins ever. And he was like, "Yeah, she outdid me. She, it, it basically she, she took like me. two assassins to take her down." Yeah, I love the two best assassins. Mm-hmm. Existence yeah, yeah ever. the two best exa- assassins in the universe, or the, yeah. the humanity can offer. I love the fact that when the the two Harlequins are, are making the way to the Emperor, I mean, they're not even there to fight; they're there to talk to a corpse. Yeah, um, yeah just to give a psychic message. So they they notice the two Warhound Titans at the door. So they then go even closer to people so that they couldn't fire. Yeah, because they didn't want to fire on the custodes. Yeah, yep. uh, that that scene was just so. I mean, and that was mm-hmm. the start of Throne World. Yeah, I mean, the start of Throne World is murder twenty Eldar. Magically, you can transport Harlequins right into the Imperial Palace. Mm-hmm. How scary is that? Well, they will own an entire freaking army of custodes. Yeah. Uh-huh. an entire army of imperial guard yeah it just it's it was amazing like, at that point there i was almost like so uh elder armies <laughs> yeah, yeah Har- harlequins yeah. they make they make wraith knights look a whole lot less uh, I, think I, re- <laughs> I remember you posting that on facebook right? yeah <laughs> like, i was like start yeah. harlequin army i think i think uh, throne world is one of my favorite books in the series yeah. so yeah. far based yeah. on that just, was it was a fantastic series it has it has has just so many standout action moments and i don't uh-huh. know if uh guy haley who i think wrote the throne world there yeah, yeah. Uh, if he was just like i, I call dibs on all the cool action scenes uh, <laughs> uh, it yeah. was it was yeah. yeah it was it was awesome it was awesome the um yeah i really like that that scene the other one that i re- that really like resonated with me and you know i'm man enough to admit it that i actually had like some you know welling up of tears in my eyes was that um the story of that the um the planetary defense force woman yeah on that the, planet on, that was getting on the the second one right? yeah, the, yeah like the, the ocean the bio, world like right. the ocean world the prio yeah where she was just getting you know where like they, they're just getting overrun and then they eventually have to uh like set off those virus bombs mm-hmm. and like the you know her being pregnant and stuff and oh, it was man, just they like, pulled on all they pulled of the on heartstrings. every yeah, they single heartstring and like they grabbed every single one of mine and i was like oh god Oh God! If only she could have just if different world, a different time. You know, like I was just like, it was just super cool. Like, yeah. you know, that's the kind of she stuff saved where a you, child. Check. Yeah, she like had a baby. Yeah, she, she's pregnant. Check. Yeah, she was an ex pirate. Oh, double check. Yeah, it was like all these things, you know. And she had like risen up out of like you know from rags to like you know the heights of the P, you know the PDF. Um, and she, it was just was like pirate. yeah, and it was just like oh man, it was awesome. It was yeah. just super. Super well done, and it put cool. it put a a human face on a lot of things that you just don't usually think about. You know what I mean? Like you read these Space Marine stories, and you talk about it. It's like exterminatus. Yeah, let's just like wipe this planet. Like whatever, let's just throw down the the virus bombs. We're good to go. And like you just don't think about, you know, you don't get the story of like 
all these people going on and what happens to them when this happens, mm-hmm. you know, like things like that. Like you get a bit of it with like Gaunt's ghosts. Like that's really cool. Like, you know, the Tanith and the end of Tanith, but, um, this was just, it was like a really personal, like story of like at, at the place where it was happening, where it was like the end of a world, like what it actually means to be the humans. I like, thought... cause they talk about like the multitude, the trillions upon trillions mm-hmm. of humans that are in the Imperium. And, an individual person means nothing when it comes to the Imperium of Man. All that matters is the multitude and to get, like, the actual single individual and just see, like, that they knew, like, that whole time that they were going there, they were like, you know, we're not coming back. Like, this yeah. is what we're doing. I love that whole, like, scene because I think, like, her, yeah, she was in the second book and I think they started the second book out with her for yeah, the most with, part. With that attack, and, yeah. you know, we saw orcs uh, at the very end of book one, but we didn't really get into orcs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, starting with book two, like we really started to, we really felt the work presence. Yeah. And I think, you know, like it was, it was them sieging, uh, the, uh, what is it? The, the governor's palace or the yeah. governor's, uh, town. Yeah. But I thought also like that was really kind of neat. Like the way they were talking about like the, you know, the tides of orcs where it wasn't just like an individual or it was like, yeah. it was, I think we discussed this, uh, last time we talked about the series, how it was like more like a, um, it, it was it was more like environmental than it was like yeah, individual right. orcs. Oh, yeah. Um, but like also to see like the way they discussed it and like how they were clamoring through the hive, uh, uh, the yeah, all the underhive and yeah. everything. Um, the details and like I think that impact of the individual people was just we yeah I'd never yeah. really seen that and so just the 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 extra level of humanity that they put into it and you know seeing governors is like. Uh, you know, I think a lot of times in 40k fluff, I, I feel like the uh, <laughs> there's a contempt for uh, bureaucracy yeah. and um, and and uh, law and everything. But you know, I think that there was a, there was there was that shitty, selfish governor, but in the end, he was benevolent to a yeah. certain degree. I think like there was like that flip where he's like, all right, we we got to just make this happen for everybody. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think the whole arc was really good. It was, yeah. I was going to say it was also kind of cool when they they referenced that moment like later on in the series when mm. they were talking about it, they were talking about, you know, when the Tau invaded on the mm. sixth book. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No, <laughs> with, with their sticks and spears. Yeah, with their sticks and spears. <laughs> um, no, they were just, they were talking about, um, you know, how the battles were going. They were like, you know, mine, you know, minus a few places where they've been able to hold out or they were like, there was even one planet where they, you know, they heroically set off, you know, the virus bomb. And you're like, fuck you that you know she sacrificed her life and she was pregnant you fuck how could you just like blow it off as just like a nothing ah you know that's not a victory that's a defeat you, you know you know in like but that's you know that's how it's referred to it's just like yeah whatever one planet just decided to fire a period of billions and yeah. trillions that's yeah. that's all it trillions is upon just, trillions. Yeah. yeah that's what it was and it was like yeah it was a victory because they killed the orcs and it's like at the expense of yeah of, of what you know of Phil's crush <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> he likes him pregnant <laughs> oh god no I think <laughs> I think something I've loved about this series so far is the characterization of the orcs yeah. these are the orcs I want to play in 40k mm-hmm. um, there's no real individuality to them they are just kind of a brute force they are kind of that that tsunami just wiping over towns mm-hmm. and, you know just it's a, it's a bit amazing to me to, to how they've been represented so yeah. far. Mm-hmm. There's been not one has talked uh, aside from no the, they have there was the, the runt herder apart from the beast well kind of the beast kind of yelling over maybe the runt herder how about a couple of little lines well, they also yeah. had they also had the the um, the ones who went down into uh, the, the, the ambassadors yeah. ambassadors yeah that's right and there was also the one at at the end of the or towards the end of this book the last book. 
that there was the one that yeah. said, um, you know, you're going to die. And it like froze. Now. Yeah, now. Die now. Yeah. It was like, and it froze the space marines because they're like, wait, did he talk? Like, yeah. uh, orcs don't talk. It was a mega knob. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, orcs don't talk. And the guy talked. And they were like, what? And then it just Well, like, then, I recant. In general. <laughs> as well, you should. Yeah. And what now? What now? Orcs talk goodness. You've been proven wrong. <laughs> Lawyered. Oh. Internet. Pay my yeah, in, internet, internet, yell at him, kick oh. him, push him down. <laughs> at, least, at least I know graph rules. <laughs> oh, um, But yeah, like I said, take that back <laughs> when you learn graph rules. <laughs> but the, generally, like I said, their characterization. As we progress, we're kind of getting more and more of it. Yeah. But like I said, the the what I mainly take away from reading these books are these are the orcs I want to play. Oh, the, yeah. These are the guys I, I, I want to represent on the tabletop. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to like actually, you know, book five as well, where I'm like, I want... Black Templar, Iron Warriors, and Elder Armies now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, and the Iron Warrior characterization is just, for awesome. me, I mean, I've never been like a huge fan of Chaos because it was all mustache twirling villain style mm-hmm. and, you know, like, oh, it's demon possession. Yeah. Yeah. Blah, we're blah. disgusting. We're Nurgle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I disease you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Although of... the Iron Warriors in this, I really do. Yeah. Like, I was like super. really tempted and, to start a ninth army. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and this, it's just been such a great characterization yeah. because, and, and they're such dicks and I love it. Oh, yeah. like, Which when, when the the Iron Warriors, Iron, okay. like when they're working with the the Fisk Exemplar, where they're working in this last book together to kind of survive and, and destroy the supply pattern, which I'll talk to you about in a minute. Um, they call the Exemplars uh, cousins. Yeah. Oh, little cousin. Little cousin. At little, first, there's little cousin. Yeah, little cousin. And I'm like, oh, that's such a dick move. Yeah. But it's very, you know. Yeah, they're working together, and, and kind of old habits are coming in where they're mm-hmm. just Marines. Yeah. Um, but they're still being dicks about it. Yeah. And then, really, I mean, outside of that attack on on the gates uh, on Earth, one of the huge standout things for me so far was the supply planet mm-hmm. in Book Six. Oh, <gasps> that was so fucked up. Where, mm-hmm. where, where they go? It was to, like the Matrix, but gross. Yeah, like a <laughs> yeah. squad of uh, Fist Exemplars and a squad of Iron Warriors go down to Thunderhawks to this orc supply planet. And it turns out that they are vat-growing humans without hair or, or just nails. Like, just like basically growing humans the way we grow Chickens. pigs. Yeah. Uh, and, and using <laughs> that as... The cage feed. just yeah. barely big enough for yeah. the chicken. And it was... I was like, that is so fucked up. Yeah. But what were they so feeding sense. him? It was almost like it was soiling green or something. Yeah. It was yeah, like it was just, just like jelly. a jelly. Yeah. Just like, yeah, nutrient bullshit yeah and that was that, yeah that, that was, was like crazy. oh my gosh and but they took like, out all their teeth took out all their nails took it off their all their hair so they could just eat them and right they were the so like they were so uh fucked up and had been so like deprived of probably like i, mean, I imagine it's like a um sensory deprivation except that you're hoarded in with like 20 other people in like a really small bathroom yeah and then like to the point where when they saw light they were conditioned to think that it was food so all they were thinking of like was survive food food you know yeah. like they open their mouths like like yeah. like chicken when, know, when to... their own guys got like ex- like blown up by like a bolt round like they just licked their lips you know what i mean like they didn't respond food. to like when that was a human who was supposed to be feeding them they already had their mouths open for the food and when the guy got blown up by the mass you know mass reactive round of the of the bolt they just like licked their lips and like tried to consume it and well it i like, guess that oh. answers what they're feeding them yeah exactly <laughs> but, but i mean that's how a giant orc wow would survive yeah. and consume and move on yep. i mean part of the ridiculous orc in me wants to think that they took the teeth out so they couldn't buy their freedom <laughs> but well, uh, they, they did have the one worker or with, with, the two one, with the two teeth st- stapled to its head like the foreman yeah exactly <laughs> Um, but that that was a hugely shocking scene to me and then yeah, honestly the, the arrival of the first attack moon 
Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you yeah. know, like, I'm sitting reading book one, and you know, Dan Abnett, fantastic writer. I mean, mm-hmm. does some great stuff. Love his Guardians of the Galaxy run. Um, it's like, I'm reading this book, I'm like, okay, where's the orcs? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Because the first book, there's like a giant orc on the cover. There's like, <laughs> the rises, yeah. I know, oh, it's, it's actually, Corlin. Yes, Corlin's on the front. Of the oh, that's book. right, that's right. But oh. so, so, oh, internet, oh, yell at him. Internet, yeah. yell at him. Comment section. What's up on grab rules and the covers of books. Oh, there you are. <laughs> so, uh, if you go to All the, the password, yeah, show me the picture. <laughs> if you go to the Glacial Geeks YouTube channel, <laughs> and in the comment section, please put that he was wrong about the, the book. Just everything. Yeah, just everything. I guess, I mean, if you're commenting, I don't really care. That sounds great. Yeah, like, sure. <laughs> There's as long as you're interacting. Way, that sounds yeah. good. And, and please watch it while you're commenting. Yeah, go to YouTube and search for the Glacial Geeks. But, That'd be great. So, so they, they have <laughs> essentially, okay, okay, you're fighting Tyranids, essentially. Yeah. Uh, or it's Starship Troopers, Mark, yeah. you know, 40K. And it's okay, it's great. It's well written. I mean, I'm enjoying Corland. I'm enjoying, you know, the you know the guys on Terra. Like, yeah. the guys, the passive guys on Terra have, like, uh, violent names. The yeah. guys are actually fight, have passive names. I thought yeah. that was clever. <laughs> and then at the end, it's like, and a giant orc moon with a face appeared. I'm like, the Fuck really? <laughs> <laughs> and then we find out in book two, it's hundreds of orc moons with yeah. faces. Oh, that all looks over crazy. the place. And yeah. I was like, yeah. And it's like, I thought the same thing. I thought I was expecting. I'm like, oh shit! I bet you this moon's gonna be like hopping from planet to planet, and they're gonna have to try to just like, nope. Like, they just have a whole bunch of them. Freaking wow. planet killer from yeah. Star Wars yeah. style, just like one. But no, it's like or Unicron. Yeah, or, or <laughs> Unicron. I'm waiting for it to turn into a giant transformer orc. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty badass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all of these attack moons just appear, and and they're just they're described as just so massive. Yeah, um, and, and they're the gravity weapons that they have, Ugh. they just they kill everything. Everything. Like, yeah, and it's just like it doesn't matter. One hit, once you kill, and it's mm. it's just its presence was a gravity weapon. No, it's like too. it's like one yeah. hit, a thousand kills. Like it was just like wiping entire it's like starships. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then when one appears over Terra, mm-hmm. you're like oh fuck. Yep. So, but then you know they, they messes with the gravitational pull and like there's yeah. earthquakes. Yeah, yeah. tides um, all messed up. Yeah, and then they send ambassadors oh, to Earth. That was nuts. Which was just nuts to me that two orcs would show up and be like, "Yeah, you guys are fucked. Don't do anything stupid." And then they leave. Oh, yeah. by the way, turn it into our slaves. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're like, <laughs> they're like so you're gonna give up? No, no. Okay, well, suck it. <laughs> we'll go to our attack moon for a little longer. Then it yeah. was really fun. neat to see like all the uh, the high lords just turn into like wimpy little oh, bitches yeah. at that point. Oh, like, yeah. I, I, I don't know what to do. That. Yeah, <laughs> like, they didn't. It was yeah. it was strictly their pride. There was no dialogue. There was no. Uh, it, it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and the other super cool thing has been uh, the characterization of Mars, mm-hmm. uh, and you know the, the Mars being truly represented as a separate faction yeah. that works yeah. in hand in hand when it suits like, them. They're partners. Yeah, they're partners. They view themselves as like loose partners with Terra. So I think it was in book six they said that they, they've pacified the attack moon above Terra. I uh-huh. mean, there's, there's Marines trying to cleanse it out. But the the, the the mechanicus will not let them below a certain point. Mm-hmm. So they're like, not letting them destroy things. They're, they're not like, letting them destroy technology. They're not letting them go down further to cleanse works out of there. So I'm like, Oh, that's kind of dickish. They're also planning to move Mars. Yeah. yeah. Well, they just, <laughs> they're, they're like, haven't figured yeah, out we're how just going to leave Terrace to their own business and we're just going to get out of the way of the orcs. Yeah, it's it's crazy how much dicks. And now at the end of book six, we have so much conflict that's caused. And this is why I kind of like I said, orcs are the force of nature in this. They're not technically the conflict. They're, they're being orcs. They're doing what orcs do. They're mm-hmm. just going attacking. But you have now Terra versus Mars because mm-hmm. Mars has shown his hand. Yeah, that's the big one. It seems like. And that's that's huge. Mars has shown his hand. 
Uh, Van Gorich is going to, you know, definitely get to do some assassinating about that. I'm excited uh, about that. Yeah. Except they know he's after him now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, oh, that was crazy. I was I was talking to one of our uh, Mechanicum players uh, here about that scene where the assassin's reporting into Terra. Uh-huh. And a oh, Catafrain destroyer shoots through a wall through her, causes her insides to melt out through oh, her mouth. Yeah. That was intense. And collapse. And I'm like, this is so vividly described. Why would you do this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was nuts. It was like all the phosphorus burning through yeah. her yeah. lungs until like she couldn't scream anymore because yeah. her lungs had been burnt. Yep. I was intense. So yeah, that's super intense. Let, let's talk a little bit about the characters of the Beast Arises then. I mean, uh, there has been a lot of new characters introduced. There's been some, like Van Gorch, who's been fleshed out more than just, oh, hey, this is what happened yeah. to yeah. him in the past. I was going to say, to be fair, I hadn't really heard much of Van Gorch before. Cause I, Van Gorch before was just he's... like a little entry in a timeline in a codex. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's so, been growing. John he's, apparently he, read. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That's why we invite him. Yeah, yeah exactly. Spoilers, I, I kind of know where it's going. But, um, uh, yeah, well, what are some of your characters? Um, from the series here? The character, are, we, are we just talking like who? Okay, just in general. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess like each each book has their list of characters and they usually die at the end. Yeah. Um, and I think like everybody seems to introduce like there's a new new character and then they run out their arc. You know we had um, mess or not messering, but we had a uh, uh, messer or Magarak. Oh, I forgot his name. The, the dreadnought. So he showed oh, up. Oh yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, he died at the ne- at the beginning of the next book. But then we had uh, uh, what's the guy's name? The the um, Thunderhammer. Zerbin. Zarin. I I think I can't say I. This was kind of got in my head. Now we have Zap Brannigan, and I can't get it. I think I think the sixth book now this is like the first time I think I've seen where we had a whole new list of characters show up in book five that have lived through book five and now have lived through book six. So now we're seeing like a Black Templar series as well as the Iron Warrior series of guys who haven't died. So now we we have Calcator. Uh, the Iron Hands, um, w- uh, War Master, War Smith. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, if the Iron Hands dudes die, they're the Iron the, Warriors. The Iron Warriors. Sorry, yeah. if the Iron Warriors guys die, they're like the only Iron Warriors left. So, it's like one of those things where, like, if they're gone, I don't. I don't think they're the only guys. I think they're part of a company, like the yeah, yeah they're the part great, of a company. The great company. But I thought that I thought uh, they, they, they oh, maybe they, I missed. They didn't that. divide like uh, the Space Marines did. So I think yeah. they actually like they're their thousand or whatever. So, so I guess to kind of specify down further, we do have a cast of kind of recurring characters who managed to you know against a lot survive yeah. these six mm-hmm. books. Um, kind right. of oh okay, talk about the, yeah people from the that. ongoing guys. Yeah. So we have the Corland. We have my all time favorite is uh, or uh, is Laurentis. Um, but we didn't see much of him last book. Uh, he was, I think, he, he went in front of the uh, Mechanicum Inquisition at one yeah. point during book five. And then he disappeared. Uridex is somebody who's starting to increase. Yeah. Um, well, I think he's, I think he's, he's on the downturn. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think it's he wasn't be an killed. One. No, he so wasn't killed. But uh, he's going to be turned into Uridex is a Magos who, a who's gun servitor. Be turned yeah. into a gun servitor, and and he was told he hopes that his attachments fail. <laughs> Yeah, no, didn't he also say he's going to put like the heaviest of armaments on him so that yep. he doesn't die quick? He might be a catafran or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, he doesn't want to make him die. But quick. that could be interesting. Like maybe he'll malfunction and end up being you, you know, know like I don't know freaking short circuit in the forty k <laughs> universe. I'm, I'm I don't know. I mean, I'd be curious to see what happens with this because I think like the difference between <laughs> you know, they were talking about how um, uh, the biologists are different than all the other mechanics, yeah. whereas yeah. they have a soul, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so to speak. Um, or at least that's the the romanticized version of a conscience, yeah. putting <laughs> too much of a soul on them. So I mean, I, I can see the door open for that. On the other hand, 
Yeah, they don't get too saccharine unless it's with uh, pregnant pirate ladies. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Phil Phil sheds tear over the biologist. Um, so then we have Burgundex. see we, we have all the the uh, the lords. Um, you know, I, we yeah. can go through the list there, but we also have uh, who is it? The uh, uh, Rembrandt, Vem- Re- Rembrandt, the the new Inquisitor representative. Oh, the Inquisitor. Uh, 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 the, uh, Vern. Vern. So we have Vern. 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 Jeez. Ted fixes some posts. We're I'm terrible so with this. So I'm so bad. Yeah, Ted, I'm mouthy now. This is name now. That's the one. That's the one. Okay. You're, you're leaving that one in. So we have, uh, then we have Bohemond, Casitra, or Casidro. Mm-hmm. Casidra. Um, and uh, I keep thinking Quesadilla. Uh, <laughs> and uh, who are the other ones? The we have example of Thane. Yeah. Or is Thane? One of Ma- them died. Which Maximus one died? Thane. He's 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 in he's on Terra right Thane now. Thane didn't die. No. Well, no, we don't know where Thane is. Okay. Or no, maybe he's gone back to Terra. I think he had maybe got like because he was part of that whole like <laughs> space battle when they when um. What's his face? Oh, I, yeah, I don't think they know he's dead. They don't I think know they're, he's they're dead. assuming he's dead. They but, assumed okay. he's dead. That's we're, why Zebulon... We're, we're Game of thrones this here. <laughs> yeah. And we're assuming any off-screen death didn't actually happen. Yeah. Unless so, yeah. you're Jon Snow. So, yeah, Maver- Thane. Magric. Magric. <laughs> Magric. Um, we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> In his penguin tuxedo. <laughs> I, I mean, I think, personally, Van Gorich is oh, I freaking love Van Gorich. Yeah. I love Van Gorich. Though, at the same time, awesome. every time he does something, I'm like, why are the fuck are you doing that? That's terrible. I mean, he's doing what is right. He's All the time, he's doing he what is. is right. But that is just things up terribly left he, right. he kind of reminds me so like one of my big time problems with musicals is that nobody cleanly clearly speaks about anything they always make all these inferences and then they sing and dance about it and like every single musical that I've ever seen could have been like cleared up and like the problem solved in the very beginning if they had just talked about the issue plainly and I think like Van Gorich is, is like a living musical well a written musical and he's just like he keeps fucking up because he will never tell you exactly what he well, should because and then everybody the else is- is like, yeah. mm, I must think about this. You well, because I think at this point they they've they've already like shunned the officio assassinorum because they've been they reduced. Don't, they, they, yeah, don't they've been reduced. Sitting. They don't have a seat on the high twelve. Right. They don't trust them, and they don't really think that they should be there. So I think if he ever like if he actively came out and said something, that they would just be like, yeah, you're gonna be. Custodes, can you take him and like throw him in a big giant hole and never see him again? Maybe because I, I, yeah. I, I think his position is his assassins are really great, but they can't wage war against the entire, you know, the the entire Senate. I think he says that sure. they're a yeah. surgical yeah. tool for yeah. very yeah. precise plucking. But, yeah. So I think if he ever if he came out and was like, "You guys are idiots. You're doing this wrong. This is what needs to happen," they would be like. Get out! You're never. You're, you're not coming back. We're yeah. Phil, you're killing me. Yeah. Why am I killing you? Oh, no. But he did. I think in the end, like he did one of his uh, uh, musical um, performances and finally got Corlin to do something that he wanted yeah. to do. So yeah. Yeah. It, it has worked at least once. Well, well I mean, because space marines can do what they want because yeah. they're giant nine foot guys. No matter what, like that's what it, like when they when he goes into the senatorium and they're like, you know, you have to listen to us. And he's like. Oh, last time I checked, I'm a nine foot superhuman with a whole bunch of other superhumans. And they're like, "Well, you should have brought more men." He's like, "How many dudes did you kill last battle?" The I, guy's I, like two hundred eighty five. Why? I was I had an off day, and then the other guy's like, "I only killed thirty seven, but that's because I only had five minutes." You know, and they're like, "Oh, maybe we 
can do whatever the hell so we want. So he has uh, mini missiles in his gun. I have mini missiles in my gun. <laughs> yeah. There's mini missiles over here, and we're all wearing the equivalent of a tank. Yeah. Also, uh, you're, you're how many a, mini missiles do you have? And we're the second generation of a god. Yeah. <laughs> and, and your elite troops in, uh, that are protecting you all worship us as gods now. Yeah. So they will not harm us. Yeah. So yeah. please send them on. See those yellow ribbons. I, yeah. I, I thought that was super interesting. I yeah. mean, I don't know, know if we're going to read too much into this here, but so you have your Lucifer Blacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all now wearing uh, yellow armbands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, military uniforms with single armbands. Yeah. You know, yeah. Evoke certain imagery. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then. So oh, we, snap. I didn't even think about so, that. So, yeah, we, we now have this, you know, taking over popular force uh, who's just like, no, fuck you guys. You're dumb. Yeah. Um, which, you know, honestly, they're right. The High Lords are dumb. I mean that that the scene when um, Udo um, went up to the up to the ship and he was sitting in the room full of of chapter masters and he was like, "Well, now you guys are going to do exactly what I say, and you're going to like it, and you're just going to like bend over and take it." And the chapter masters are like, "Excuse me, we could just crush your skull right now." And he's like, "You can't do that because I'm a high lord." Nah, 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 nah. And then they bent their knee to him. Yeah, and much. they bent their knee to him, and they did exactly as he said. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was furious. I was like shaking with anger because I was like, "Just punch him in the face, Corlin. Just punch him in the face." You know, like yeah. you can't do that, you dick. You what know? was hilarious was when he kept on like all the Marines have accepted that Corlin is now chapter master of the Imperial Fists. Yeah, at this point, and he kept calling and him, he kept calling him first, first captain. Yeah, first captain. Yeah. And they were like, hey, he is this. I was like, no, he's not. By your own rules, he's not. So he is first. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you dick. Well, yeah. I was like, why would Which you is do exactly this? what Bowman did as well. Yeah. So he was doing the same, like, trying to demote him. But I, I guess I, I see it differently when it's a peer, <laughs> if, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, Marine to Marine mm-hmm. versus uh, 60-year-old dick High Lord to Marine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. I think but that was, like, going... unnecessary. Because, I mean, this is, the High Lords are, like, the cream of the crop. I mean, <laughs> they might not be amazing, but they are, like... You know the equivalent of a, a a mini president. Yeah. So, but but yeah. so like, what's the point? You know, like you, you could talk to him like a chapter master or whatever, but he's doing it even more so. Like he he can already talk down to a chapter master, but then he's demoting him even further. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was like making sure he knew, yeah, like what he was doing, and you had to listen to him. And I was like, I oh, man, that's he's calling that him scene, Yeah, that scene when he was talking to him, I kept calling him like. First, you know, first captain. I was like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, no, ooh. Yeah, this guy was crushing orc heads with his yeah, fist. A yeah, ago. yeah, like, that's a he, lot he's bigger than literally. You. This guy somehow survived while an entire chapter of Space Marines got like destroyed. Yeah. That says something about this dude's ability to keep on going. He's like the energizer of Space Marines, <laughs> and that says something. You know, <laughs> like this guy kept going when he shouldn't have kept going, and now you're like talking down to him. Hell no, Udo. Hell no. That's bad times. Okay, I think we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the Inquisition, (gasps) who have kind of played a bigger and bigger role as the series progressed. No one suspects that. Um, Oh, damn, I don't have that on my soundboard either. (laughs) Uh, And then we're going to talk about where we see the series going, as well as where we're kind of at right now. Uh, So we will be right back. Do you like cookies but want something more British? Buy biscuits. Not like those you have for gravy. British biscuits. For dunking in your British tea, stiff upper lip guaranteed. Biscuits, as recommended by Queen Liz of the Britons. Yeah, yeah, so so welcome back. Uh, we were just talking a little bit off mic, but we're going to talk a little bit about it now. Uh, in book six... We already talked about it, so let's not talk yeah, about it. Yeah, let's not talk about it anymore. All right. Okay, goodbye. Uh, Bye-bye. Have a great week. Anyway, have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, in book six, we have uh, the Fist Exemplar uh, ordering the the death of all of the uh, Tempesta sounds leaving the planet. So and, have to, and their own brothers who were on that ship too, the penitents. Yeah, 
So yeah. that was I, uh, so I didn't ca- quite catch that. I think like that was really. I'm I'm, I'm glad we talked. <laughs> Thank you for filling me in on the part that I read, but so, didn't understand. So, so, you're so, so what happened really was that uh, the Iron so, Warriors. So going back, okay, yeah, right, right. Iron Warriors. Uh, this was an old Iron Warrior strong stronghold. Uh, so, so they have their fortress and everything there. They also cracks, have an yeah. exterminatus weapon hidden in the core. The Perturabo made. So wait, going back. So in book five, we are at the point where Black Templars are allying with iron warriors as we previously mentioned mm-hmm. so um just to kind of get us to that point like it's a uh what is it a um the allies of convenience not even allies of convenience what is it like <laughs> desperate allies right yeah. well they were essentially and fighting as battle brothers by the they end were of the yeah. Day, yeah. but it was like that but it was treated like as soon as this is over with i'm gonna fucking kill you yeah um the moment like this is all done uh we're gonna be at war again yeah. and so they thought they were out of it they finally get into orbit they get attacked by orcs yeah <laughs> they go to the uh Perturabo's home world or his uh, his palace uh, which is has been abandoned for thousands of years, um, and then what were they going to do there? Well, but no, but they were going to use it as their a strong point, right? Well, no, no, the orcs the had taken it over, yeah. right? But they didn't know that at first. Well, yeah, but the thing was, they had at first. It was like when they were in the in orbit, uh-huh. and the the um, the Templars were fighting alongside with the Iron Warriors. Mm-hmm. They uh, they realized that they had found some information on how to defeat the orcs. Mm-hmm. So the Fist Exemplars were like, send us that information. And then, you know, Grandpa Dreadnought sent it to the wrong email address. <laughs> so, Tony. yeah. So they were like, all right, well, I guess we have to go there because we need to get that information. So we need to protect them. And that's why that's when um, Zat, Zebulon Nebula. Uh, Zap Brannigan. Zap Brannigan. The one like Yeah, the one. The, yeah, the Fist Exemplar, Zap Brannigan, um, <laughs> wasn't listening to Thane, his chapter master, because he was like, you know, I'm an exemplar. I know what I, I'm supposed to do. We're not going to listen to you. I've got to do this thing because I've got to save that information. They come across very Black Templar-esque. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were, he was like... like Black Templar light. Right. But yeah. yeah. So he was like, I'm going to go get that information. I'm not going to follow your, you know, what you're saying. I'm not going to fall back. I'm going to go forward. And I, so then they they tra- they end up talking with... Um, the Calcator. Iron, yeah, the uh, Calcator. And they end up he's like dude you need to go to this place because we've got a we've got a you know a stronghold there and it's closer than everything else that's where you need oh no 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 they jumped out of system because uh the orcs blew up the moon the the sun they, they made a black hole they made a black yeah. hole out of the sun so they, everyone was like oh shit get out so they jumped they jumped like wherever they could basically mm-hmm. and their ship was like a mess Mm-hmm. And they were trying to figure out where everyone else was, and then Calcator was like, "Yo, dog, I know where you are. I know where these other people are. Let's go to Prax." And they were like, "I don't think we should, because you're a freaking traitor." He's like, "Dude, if you try to go to any of the other places, you did." And, <laughs> and they're, they're like, like, "We're, we're not that like, far away. They'll catch up with you, and you will die." Yeah, this is where. You, yeah, they're they're on their way. They're they're gonna kill you. Yep. So go to Prax. Let's regroup there. Sounds good. And they were like, "Well." You have a convincing argument of not dying, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll listen. <laughs> so they go there to Prax, and then when they get to Prax, they go down onto the. They eventually go to the planet, and blah 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 stuff happens. Turns out there's orcs there. Yeah, it turns out there's orcs there. It turns out that humans are cattle. Blah, no, blah, blah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they get down into the. Uh, get down into. into I, I just their really quickly want to point out that there is a direct parallel, I think, with like the way that orcs operate uh prax and i think like the imperium in general like, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> we can get into that yeah but um so then they went into the old iron warriors perturabos mm-hmm. like 
command bunker. I'd have to say, planet. like, okay, the, this this author, like every author, I think, like had their own kind of feel. Like, I, I, yeah. I I'm looking back to like uh, Guy Haley, and you know, he did a lot more character development. Like, yeah. I think the, like, the intrigue was really interesting. His battle scenes were pretty decent. Like, yeah. Gavs were pretty. Uh, uh, you, pretty you good, got, well-rounded. You got to do his space battles. And yeah, yeah. really well. And those. I think, like with this guy, I wasn't terribly excited about his character development, but his battles were great. Like especially Super the street good. battle. Yeah, his... like it felt like it was something out of like Call of Duty or something. Yeah, like his descriptions were amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, all book long. Yeah. yeah, I really thought it was good. Um, but yeah, so this point, so they get down to the command bunker. Turns out that. Surprise! The traitor marines. Now, in, before this happens, we have the scions uh, show up. Yeah, and now the scions, the scions are up. hanging out with them, and they're kind of like, "Why the fuck are you guys hanging out? Like, why are traitors and marines hanging no, out?" No, I don't think they. No, knew they, they didn't realize they were traitors. I, they because the, okay, the whole... there was there seemed to be like some sort of confusion with the scions. So they were like looking. I think there was like a point where he was looking at both of them. Like, I don't understand. Well, this. they were right. Well, well, that, that's different. But when they first hit Planetfall, they just see them as two sets of marines. Marines mm-hmm. are still these mythical creatures, yeah. so they yeah. just see two marines. He he, they're not aware yeah. of the the. They I, I got the impression that he was like trying to put them together, like in his mind. I well, think he was they, like well, piecing this out because of some of the things that of, they said together. That's the thing like, is like there's a bit of argument, and they like he's like, "Why are Space Marines like arguing?" And that's when they started talking, calling each other cousin. Oh. Was like when it was doing that, where they're like, "We can't do this in front of these humans," you yeah. know. And that, and then it finds out, turns out that the Scions were sent there by the Commissariat to try to like mess with the orcs and try to like slow down the orcs, which is pretty cool. I, I'll get back to that in a second. But um, so they eventually follow with the scions down to this command bunker that uh, Calcator knew about, and you know Pertrabo's voice welcomes them into the, into the command bunker, and they get down there, and then it turns out that this command bunker is housed to a like basically worse than exterminatus machine that literally just rips the whole planet apart from the inside. So they shove a nuclear weapon down into the core of the planet. Yeah, into the core of the planet and just blow it up. Um, and it was interesting because, you know, the scions, like, you can't do that. That's an affront to the emperor. And you need permission to do that. You You need permission to do that. You can't just do that under like, what, you know, how do you know better? And Calcator's like, you know, shut up. I'm the equivalent (laughs) of a chapter master. Yeah, I'm the equivalent of a chapter master. I'm good. I'm going to do this. And then, you know, Zap Brannigan's like, well, you've got a point. And the the scion's like, no, he doesn't. You know, (laughs) he doesn't have a point. You guys are like traitors. This is the worst. And this and is then, when he pulls the gun yeah, out. Yeah, pulls the on, gun out. The Two guns. Yeah, on he's both. like one on, oh, yeah, one yeah, on yeah, each. Yeah, yeah. One on each. And then, they're, you know, so oh. he's like, it's obvious now that he's like, you guys are, you know, turning your back on the emperor with doing this. This is not the way to go. This is not what you're supposed to do. And the Marines slaughter the scions there. But mm-hmm. some of the other scions. The Iron Warriors Marines specifically. But, yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, but the Iron Warriors, uh, the uh, the the a bunch of the scions and some of the uh, Fist Exemplar were on a Fist Exemplar uh, Thunderhawk taking off the Penitents, mm-hmm. and they were going back to ship. And Zap Brannigan got on the you know the box and was like, <laughs> "We need to be picked up right you know like right now because this is this planet's about to be ripped apart." Oh, and by the way, uh, the Penitents was taken by. Uh, traitor traitor guard down here on the planet so uh just blow it up but don't talk to them just take our word for it i swear like don't don't talk to them don't talk to them please please don't talk to them just blow them up (laughs) and it was like a complete he was just covering his ass is what he was doing he's like we can't let any of these humans survive and he was just uh, taking the the position of the traitor marines yeah i think that i mean part of it's cover the ass i think like this is the part where i didn't quite catch when i was reading it that it was actually um that i think 
the scions were getting backed with that information and perhaps the information that they were working with the uh, iron warriors yeah. um and so i think like at one point he was like well you know we're gonna go back we're gonna have to answer for exterminatus but we're also gonna have to answer to working with traitors yeah um and so i think like you know and if, for me like in, in in his mind i was thinking like you know he he doesn't want to answer like he knows that he he will not be able to get away with working with the Iron Warriors. He could probably get away with Exterminatus, but then he's going back in shackles because he worked with the Iron Warriors, yeah. which was like I mean that's heresy in yeah. itself. So although at one point he did say he's like you know by the Codex I should be you know shooting you dead right now when he this is when he was and working, going back yeah in shackles. this is like when he's working at the at the mainframe sending the, like the nuke down there he's like mm-hmm. at first Zap Brannigan was like no you can't do this. Like, you know, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. And he's like, I should be killing you on the spot right now and then sending myself back in chains to the Inquisition to answer for it. And he's like, but you're not going to. You know, Calcador's like, but you're not going to. And that's when Zap Brown, he's like, ah, you're right, I'm not going to. And that's when the signs were like, dude, you totally should. And then they're like, yeah, you did now. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of interesting, like, like a little, um, uh, the, like at the very end, uh, it, this is kind of like a, uh, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Luke's character loses his hand, and uh, but I think like he so he loses his leg, um, yeah. the exemplar, and I think like Calcador is like you know we can give you a brand new leg that's a lot better. Our artificers can put together something that's like yeah. better than any uh, apothecary you can possibly come up with, and yeah. you know he's like mm, I'll think about it. Yeah, he was like no. <laughs> At least not, right not for now. now. Yeah, yeah, not right now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, snap. So That's why I think Zebulon, you know, Zebulon. <laughs> I can't get his right name. I can't, I, I can't remember his name. We looked it up, and I still forgot <laughs> it again. But uh, Zap Brannigan, like, I think he <laughs> fell. Like, you know what I mean? I think he just is, like, completely gone off the rails. So, kind of kind of skipping forward a little bit here to the, the what we think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Fist Exemplars as a chapter are gone. The, there's They will be caught. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just because book uh, nine is called Watchers and Death and it's about the formation of Death Watch. Mm. Um, there's a couple <laughs> things that are making me think of this here. Okay. Maximus Thon, or Thane, is a uh, Imperial Fist Chapter Master. That's known. That, that's a known thing. Uh, we've had confirmation from Gav twice mm. that the people are like, these aren't random names. They have them for a reason. So we have the Death Watch coming up. We have a knowledge that Thane is uh, going to be a chapter master or an imperial fist and then we have them working with chaos also chaos uh, to murder imperial guard troops or scions that are there sent specifically by a very high up person to work with the orcs yeah the commissariat to work yeah, against the orcs right exactly yeah, yeah work against the orcs hmm. so like i said i don't see how the fist exemplars as a chapter survive this yeah hmm. especially yeah. when we have you know, and that's, I think that's really a good reason why Thane was thrown away and is randomly missing. Yeah. So he can, you know, play no part in this here. Yeah. Um, so I see that kind of going forward. Yeah. For um, sure. Ending book six here, we find out where the beast is mm-hmm. and where the orc's main planet is. Mm-hmm. And it's Eleanor, which threw that me. That was nuts. That, that threw was- me. Yeah, um, Eleanor, of course, is where the the last massive wow was halted by the emperor himself. Yeah, almost like before, almost dying uh, at the hands of and a it massive was orc the warlord. biggest crusade I think since yeah, yeah. Uh, like pr- prior to Armageddon. Yeah, it was it was so, crazy big, and they won. I mean, the the Imperium won barely, <laughs> but they won. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it was successful. It was yeah. that was the like the end all. So now, 
apparently wasn't successful. Yeah. Like no. Or it just back. goes to show you that what it takes to get rid of orcs is right exterminate nigh impossible. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so what do we mean? I know we said we talk about the Inquisition. Um. They they were fighting. Now they're not. They're you know. <laughs> it's yeah. yeah. It's the Inquisition. They're the the uh and I she's you know a co-representative now they're working with ben korich um we'll probably go into a little bit more about them when we're talking about the future um but where do we see kind of the story heading next or heading oh gosh um good question i mean i I could eventually we're gonna see the removal of the rest of the i mean i think like we discussed that last time you pointed out that it was going to be the getting rid of the the high lords um, you know, we're going to start seeing the, I thought they were going to start cloning, uh, Coraline to create the new, uh, Imperial Fist, but it looks like they're probably not going to, but just kind of bring in brand new people from other successor chapters. Right. So it's now a hodgepodge. They uh, did reference though, in this book that they do have gene stock still like mm, Imperial yeah, Fist gene yeah. stock still like in reserve. Right. Yeah. So it's not like the whole gene seed got taken out with that. Like I'm sure it took they a just kind of need to temporarily but, boost up numbers yeah. there, right? And I think what you're probably going to get, my opinion is, I think the the part of the fist exemplars that start working with the Iron Warriors, mm-hmm. I think, are going to turn. Um, I think they. I'm. I. I think they're probably going to turn. I think that. I think that Calcator is probably going to whisper. If, you know pour a whole bunch of uh, sugar down their down their ears and i think they're probably going to side with them yeah. and i think the side that's with thane right now because i think they did reference towards the end that 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 the uh that thane's ship did um come into system at you know in terra mm-hmm. so at the at the very end i think Didn't they say yeah docked at mars i want to say or so, one of yeah, the satellites yes, at mars. Docked at mars yeah docked mm-hmm. at mars like minutes or yeah whatever yeah docked with mars and i think these those guys are going to either be part of the formation of the Death Watch, like you said, and also start bulking up the numbers for the Imperial Fist. Well, they 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 were talking about going into uh, Mars, so I almost wonder if they aren't like seeing that as kind of like a, hap- a happy happenstance, yeah. where like, look, we now have some uh, some Marines sitting there, yeah. there at the the doorstep. Of I think that's exactly Mechanicum. what they were talking about. So, so we have to get rid of Kubrick, right? I mean, I, I think what what you're right about there is is the fault chaos is because I, it doesn't make sense to devote so much of Throne World to warning the Imperium about hey. Don't forget about chaos. If you lose sight oh, of chaos, yeah, yeah. then that's when they seep in. So I, I feel that may be foreshadowing the fist exemplars. Yeah, um, and I think that that fall, I think, is going to be the excuse. Or I think that's going to be the thing that's going to pick it back up in Corlin's mind. That you know what, the wall does need to be separated. I think that like right. when they see that, like, oh crap, our own brothers fell to chaos. You know, maybe out of our own hubris. Like it was entirely his own hubris because he said. He thought he was doing the right thing the whole time. Right. I think eventually Corlin's going to be like, you know what? Maybe we are fallible. Maybe we aren't as, you know, infallible as we think. Maybe it's time for us to go and, you know, maybe it's time for us to, to, to stop this. And, and this is a chapter ways. that was, I mean, I don't think it's been ever mentioned outside of this series. Yeah. So it's a brand new, like it has a beginning, middle, end. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Right here. Um, we, we have a couple of beats we have to hit based on preconceived like knowledge and notions we have. Um, we know by the end of the series, I'm kind of sad that they announced that the title of the end of the series. So, so spoilers coming up for the future, but the last book in the series is going to be by Guy Haley. It's going to be called the beheading, mm-hmm. which we know based off of kind of our little fact box. We know about Van Gorge is when, uh, Van Gorge dies, uh, and he is killed by space Marines. So, 
it actually specifies that a like a bunch of space marines from about three different chapters attack this Asinarium temple. Um, they're met with a hundred Eversor assassins, which... Oh my gosh. Okay, here we go. When we were talking about the action scenes in Throne World, mm-hmm. Guy Haley is writing the beheading. Yeah, I'm excited. So I'm excited for, for that part too. Um, also, speaking of Eversor assassins, the way they, they're building up the Eversors here, like the one Eversor that we know of is has to be kept in containment. Right, like has to be kept like yeah. asleep on Mars because if he wasn't, he would just be wrecking face. So you know? we, we, we know <laughs> and that's. I think so like that's hundred of them. That's, that's natural thing. to the Evasor. Like yeah. that's their thing. Is like yeah. you have to keep them in torpor, or else yeah. they're just their violence just yeah, cannot be contained. Machines. That's crazy. It's cool. like black uh, uh, was like the death company. Yeah. So a single marine makes it, and a yeah. single marine kills him with a bolt pistol. The only person with a bolt pistol that has been specifically picked up narratively so far has been Thane. And it's, you know, being like he picked mm. up a bolt pistol, he made sure his bolt pistol was loaded. Um, oh, yeah. It's important to have the, a bolt It's pistol. important to have yeah. a, That's the only time it's mentioned. So, to be working. So I think Thane is going to be the one who puts the bullet in there. Um, but we need to get to a point because right now, um, Van Gorch and the Space Marines are, are, are buddy-buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, the Space Marines are running. He's happy. What are those going to happen to get to the point where Van Gorch just takes over? Because right now he's a very sympathetic character, and I see his yeah. death. I see his death being definitely tragic and something. We're like, well, no, that sucks. That's stupid. I understand why he did the things he did. So, what <clears throat> event is going to happen that's going to make? What I think is super important about this is we're talking about the future and what's going to happen. Very little has to do with the orcs. Mm-hmm. They're a force. They're kind of a, a device to move the main plot forward. They're the catalyst. They're the catalyst to everything here. But what's going to happen to kind of get Van Gorge to that point? Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, unless it's like a heads up on, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Um, mean, unless, because I see him, you know, something, yeah, something, there could be something that we didn't, they didn't really describe about him. Maybe he has, you know, larger political aspirations, which we haven't seen so far. Like he does have larger, uh, a, a bigger picture in mind and he is pushing for an event, but it seems as though each step, like I think just in this last book, they were talking about he, how he actually was a pious person and really did, you know, like, uh, I think he was, um, at a devotional or something like that. And it was a private devotional like, or a, a shrine where he yeah. does go and, uh, he, and they talked about like how he, um, prays, uh, in front of the shrine or they were saying for, he, does, he, well, he does it pray. for, he does it for show, but that one time he was doing that one time, but he, he also does it for himself. So he, he does it for himself. Oh, so no, he was saying he was doing it to be seen. No, he was, he does, he does it for it to be seen, but he also mentioned that he does it for himself. Um, and that, so that shrine was very, was special to him. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I think like they really have been building him up as like this good guy. So, you know, to tend, like to drop the bomb on us, like, okay, you know, he's, he's chaos or he's, you yeah. know, working with, uh, the mechanicum or whatever it may be. Yeah. I mean, it's not one of those things I'm sure of it, but you know, he has to come to maybe, and it could be like one of those things where it's like, they weren't coming to kill him because he was horrible, but because it was the unfortunate circumstance, you know, kind of like the, um, uh, fist exemplars helping out the iron warriors and destroying that planet is like, look, you did the right thing. However, you're not allowed to do that. So we're going to kill you. So it could have been one of those, you know, my thought is that I think that, the space marines are going to go back to Ulanor mm-hmm. to take out the beast mm-hmm. and like try to like you know i think what they're going to i think the beast is going to be like you know a super um super witch and i think they're going to like you know cut him off at the head cuz you know like that i think making reference to killing the beast and like the, all of the orcs dying yeah. in that battlefield but i think that's going to kill like all of the orcs of this whole war 
like mm. take you know taking out the beast and i think they're going to send all the forces there and i think corlin's going to go and lead them after having taken control kind of of mm. terra and then i think in his absence i think van gorich i think the the uh the high lords are probably going to start scheming and be like we can't let the space like the space marines they can't take over we need to do all this stuff and i think van gorich is going to be like i've had enough with you guys off with their heads and he's going to kill all of the high lords and then i think Corland is going to you know get word about this and be like we're saying yeah or, yeah well, well i think i think Corland's going to be right. with it and he's going to be like you can't do that that's not that's not why we why we did what we did. You you did this uh, wrong, and he's gonna be like, "Well, I already did it," and that's when they're gonna be like, "Well, now we're coming for you." Yeah, that's why I think it's like the he's not necessarily doing the wrong thing. He did the right thing, which is calling yeah in his own the mind, sanatorium yeah. and and most people's minds. I mean, even the space marines, but it still was like, "Well, you can't do that," so you're done. Yeah, but I I, I mean, but yeah, that's a good yeah. That, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I yeah. think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the only thing specified is it's uh, the Halo Brethren, the Sable Swords, and the Imperial Fists are the three chapters that go after Corland. Mm-hmm. So, I said, I see coming up um, the the Fist Exemplars are gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, partially to Chaos, partially to Death Watch, partially to the Imperial Fists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think you're right. I mean, or, or it could be, I think we have to watch the relationship between the Inquisition and the, the Assassinorium. Uh, like if the Inquisition mm. is getting word that the Imperial or the Last Wall part of it has fallen to chaos, that's going to turn Van Gorch's because he trusts Wynand. He he, he has yeah. a good rapport with her, yeah. and that's going to change his opinion of Space Marines and what they can do and all that other stuff. So he might feel that he has no choice to but to go in there. Um, what's going to happen with Mars? Right, I mean, right now Mars Terra relation super fractured. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pretty much. They you know, like they know that it's going to be like screw you. Um, what what do we see happening with Mars? I mean, at some point it has to be stopped, and at some point, you know, it has to be stopped in such a way that nobody realizes because Terra doesn't really fully understand like what uh, Kubrick is is doing. I mean, I think they they kind of trust that they're going to be there and they're going to devote forces, and you know, they suggested, oh yeah, go ahead and talk to Mars, and they'll send a whole bunch of Skatari over to help you take over that moon, and you know, so they're not fully aware that there is that schism. Uh, so there's only a few people that are really privy to it. So the Assassinorum, uh, I think Corland now kind of knows about it. But um, yeah, we, I, at some point, you know, we have to lose the uh, Fabricator General in such a way that, you know, it doesn't permanently fracture the relationship. And, you know, I, I think the only way you're going to do that is an assassination of Kubik. <laughs> yeah, I'm just waiting for that to happen. It just, it's just, it's sooner than later. It, yeah. Although maybe they do drag it out for another five bucks. Well, I mean, I don't know because they have five books left. Um, they only have six. We haven't sorry, read. six we haven't read. So <laughs> yeah. technically, they only have like, I mean, math fifteen hundred pages uh-huh. to, to finish up the series. We need to uh, repair Mars Terra. We need to get to Eleanor. We need to kill the beast. We need to follow up with our exemplars. Uh, we need to have Van Gorge take over. We need to murder Van Gorge. Hmm. Uh, so that, that that's a lot of space to cover, um, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's a lot of ground to gain. I think there there's uh, one of the uh, some of the earlier books or earlier chapters are just like I said housekeeping books where we need mm-hmm. we need this person here, we need this person separate from this person. Mm-hmm. How can we do that? Um, but I think now that we know where where the orcs are, like we've now turned like this is that's a huge that one sentence. Yeah, but nobody brand. knows it except for Mars 
and like Urga decks. Well, any during, in between the books, like a lot can happen. You know? Well, I so, know. yeah, but I mean, but I think like for plot device, like we yeah. now know. I mean, the, everybody knows. I mean, the readers, the readers, yeah, the readers. Important thing. And so like, now I we wonder can, how they're going to find out that information. Now we have six books to focus on that. We can now head towards Eleanor and take him out. So I'm, I'm sorry, John. You're no, no. I mean, you're right. I mean, once I think Eleanor is going to be the the the, the finishing of the mm-hmm. orcs, mm-hmm. Uh, and you know it'll be awesome. It'll be a great big battle, all that other stuff. Um, that's going to happen in. Let me see here. Uh, book nine. Oh, no, sorry, ten. I, I think it's going to happen there. Um, just purely because book eleven, and again, spoiler is called Shadows of Eleanor. So is that, if it happens in oh, eleven, okay. it's going to be referring, you know, you know, hey, this battle, <clears throat> referring it to the the Crusade battle. Oh, unless I was going to say maybe book eleven. You said eleven was Shadows of Eleanor. Yeah. Then maybe eleven's where the battle's going to be because it's Shadows of the previous war mm. on this one. Do we think uh, Iron Warrior is going to get involved? Mm-hmm. I'm sure of it. I think that's. I think know. I think they've built up some of those characters way too much for them to be throwaway at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I mean, mean like, we've lasted two books. That yeah. doesn't happen in the series. <laughs> I mean, I know we we have like our you know our guard people who die. You know the people we get names, and you know they've Game of Thrones dust a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they put too much development in the Iron Wars for them not to see it through. I think the Iron Warriors see the the threat that's provided by by the mm-hmm. beast, and they're going to take care of it. Um, I think they still have to play a part in the fall of the Fist Exemplars. Right. You know, and I think that yeah. might be the thing is like when all of a sudden the Fist Exemplars show up with Iron Warriors and it's like, what the, you know. And that could be it. That could be the yeah. aftermath of the Fist Exemplars as being part of the Shadows. Like maybe that's in part the reference. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to refer to a lot of things. Um, not just the fall of the orcs, but yeah. all the fallout from all that shit. Yeah. So I, I, how long after Ulanor did the heresy start? Uh, that's that was the Great Crusade. Yeah, so it was, was like right back to back almost. Okay, because I think after Eleanor, actually right after, right after Eleanor, he was named Warmaster, and, and the right. Emperor went to Terra to start working his golden stuff. potty. So it was kind of the genesis of mm-hmm. the heresy happened to Eleanor. So I bet you that's where the shadows comes in, where they're like, you know, we saw this a big battle on Eleanor, you know, yeah. working with the traitors. Like we can't let chaos take over again. And that's, I think, yeah, where they... Chaos is going to come in big. Yeah. Um, I really hope they continue this characterization of the orcs. I know, like I said, mm-hmm. they've got more lines, so no matter how I refuse to read them. <laughs> they, they've had more lines. They've had a little bit more character. Yeah. yeah. I really hope they stay this just unstoppable force. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be a thing, like I said, where they cut off the head, the whole wide eyes. Mm-hmm. They're brave because of the beast. I'm I mean, really curious to see how they do the beast. I mean, I could. I'm, this last book kind of almost felt as though the beast wasn't there. Um, oh yeah, it and, wasn't on that planet for sure. Well, definitely not. But it just like it wasn't there. Like it, it's not a th- so much an orc. I mean, I don't know. Well, I because mean, they kept saying that you could hear the chant of the beast. Yeah, like but through I think all like, of the radio right. channels and everything. But that doesn't necessarily mean he's there. Like maybe maybe it's like the you know the Wizard of Oz action. You know? Well, I mean, I think it is because the attack moons, the beast is yelling mm-hmm. out from the mall. Um, I don't even think it was the beast who appeared on the orc attack moon. I think that was just a giant, giant orc. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think we've seen the beast at no. all. I but, think the beast is I'm, like. I'm just wondering if there isn't such a thing. Ulanor. Like, it's, yeah. there is no beast. I don't know. Yeah, still dice to grab. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> also, if how many books are in the series again? Twelve. Twelve. Hmm. And then there'll be a fan fiction after that, <laughs> R- written by me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I was just, um, yeah, I'm wondering if the Beast Arising is also making reference to Van Gorich. Uh, yeah. You know? Because, yeah. I mean, his right-hand man is 
Beast Cruel. Yeah. But I'm wondering if he's the beast that arrives. Which we didn't even touch on Beast Cruel, but he's, he's he didn't another. play so much of a role lately. No, I mean he fought he's some Eldar, and he's pretty badass. He yeah. backtalks Van Gorge, which I think is entire reason for being there is to keep Van Gorge grounded yeah. <laughs> and just be like calling him on that. He was also the he also helped keep Van Gorge alive. He ended yeah. that, that assassination plot on him by the uh, by the um, Inquisition. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember when the Inquisition tried to like snipe him? I like, love how pathetic the Inquisition Beast is. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it just you goes did. And, yeah, punches him through yeah. the face. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just just wrap up here. It's yeah. uh, Again, we're all super enjoying the series. Well. Yes. The, the serialization of it is fantastic. The cliffhangers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like I said, I feel like I'm watching the Batman TV series because there's a bunch yeah. of sometimes super campy stuff and then mm-hmm. it's just like big cliffhanger. But there's also major events happening on, on every every yeah. um, book. It's, yeah. And like I said, it's all building and building and building to this one event. And it's kind of like up until this season of Game of Thrones, whereas someone who's read the Game of Thrones books, I'm like, okay, man, they're going to be doing this. How are they getting there? Okay, I, I, you know, I know the end game. Um, how are they going to get there? And, and for me, that's part of the enjoyment of that there is that while part of me was like, I really hope they continue in this universe, this extra kind of K that they've created. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I'm sad to, you know, when Van Gorge goes, God, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be sad about yeah. that. But I really hope that well, they Well, that's continue. where Book 13 by uh, John Cannell <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, talks about the, you know... Faking well, was, your own assassination exactly. attempt. <laughs> it was ketchup all along. <laughs> His brother Jeff died. <laughs> Jeff Van Gorge, not Dakin. Oh, Dakin. He was the worst Wolverine. Oh. Ah. <laughs> all right so does anyone else have anything they want to add in there uh, i said it's it's been pretty long but like i said yeah. I, we're, we're all super pumped not enough series. Dick read the series yeah read yeah. the series really? like seriously i know we've i guess if you've heard listen to those and you haven't read the series whole lot of spoiler alerts but i don't think we, it we really the reading. scratched the yeah. surface of cool things that yeah. happen on this yeah. year and um, we did not say it in any shape or form any way that was as well as they have been right and, and 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 here's the thing i mean the the complaints i've heard about the series are is like each of the individual books are they pretty expensive yeah i mean there yeah. is there well, not really in the u.s they're, okay. they're 17 dollars um in the uk i think they're about 17 I, don't know, I guess I'm, I'm used to as a kid like buying a hardback and it was like 20 30 bucks right yeah. <laughs> like well, I mean, now the they're cheaper is, than they used to be each of the books is about 250 pages um the the paper quality on it is superb it's so freaking yeah i was gonna say uh-huh. it's t- it, t- every once in a while when i'm turning pages i think i, I have to yeah. check the page number just to make sure I so it's a high quality publication um it's if you, if you view it as kind of a serialized radio play it, it's fantastic and that's mm-hmm. how i view it and it kind of keeps me coming back for more yeah uh, the next book we haven't even touched on here we haven't even read but it's called the hunt for vulcan mm. we didn't even touch on the fact that we might get a primark coming back in this mm. um i don't think we will uh, <laughs> i guess i'll be proven wrong next time um <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a great series, and like I said, I really really please Black Library continue in the thirty second millennium because mm-hmm. there's a whole lot more stories that need to be told about a fledgling Imperium. I have to say, it's like really like talking to people who have been reading the Horus Heresy. Um, I think like it's something I hear a lot is like, when will it end? <laughs> like, when will, I think like when will they get to Earth? Right, <laughs> and I think like the, that's kind of the nice thing about this is that like you you can have that expect you don't have to be constantly yearning you can't be you know like you can only be uh, strung along so long and like we know like it's twelve books so whatever is going to happen is going to happen in twelve books and you know they could definitely yeah they could definitely pick out another series that you know like what where's another story arc like we've only dealt with the sons of Dorne like what are the other uh, kids doing mm-hmm. yeah um, like new stories within that twelve book timeline yeah. Yeah. about those tempestuous scions on the planet or about 
um, just citizens on Terra, you know, with the attack right. mode. And, uh, yeah. What are the uh, Sons of Sanguinius doing? What are yeah. the Sons of Gulliman yeah. doing? see little blood angels. <laughs> <laughs> no, they blew, they blew up an attack mode. They both blew up attack modes. Yeah. yeah, but we haven't seen that. Yeah, but, you know. It's... I think it would be also cool. I think the big difference between starting to develop, like, the 32nd millennium mm-hmm. versus, you know, the 30K is that 30K started before, like, a main event that was, like, a finite finish you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it's all these books are beating are you know building up to that final event you know right. what i mean where this is the start of the 32nd millennium you know what i mean it's like the start of the imperium it's the start of the way uh, that things build up into the 40 into the you know into the you know the you know forty thousand. yes and no i mean i mean you could i think you could make that argument about the heresy too you know like it, it didn't the, then the thirty second millennium started after a heresy. Well, you know, no, like, I know, but, 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 yeah, but what I'm saying it, is like when you're talking about on. people, are, when you're talking about like people are like, like just finish it. Like when's this going to end? When's this going to yeah. finish? It's because it's building up to a specific event that people are waiting for. Uh-huh. Whereas this starts the new thirty second millennium, and you've got you know nine thousand more years between now and stuff that also has been written about. I'm like, yeah, you're going to have people like me who are waiting for specific parts to happen. Yeah. That, you know, we know the snippets before, but it's there has been so much world building going yeah. on mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it would be a shame to leave it like that. Like, after the beheading. I now want to know what happens after the beheading. All mm-hmm. of your high lords are dead. Van Gorich is dead. Where do you go from there? Where, where do you go? The Imperium is in a disaster. Yeah. Whereas I said, I think the point Phil was making is like, the book series is called, I mean, The Horse Heresy. We've talked about it for like 20, 30 years, some of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it finishes when Horus is murdered by the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's And that's what the, the one part everyone knows. That's the one part everyone wants to get to. And I think that's kind of hurt Black Library with the Horus Heresy series. Is there's been like an almost impatience towards it. Like, okay, re- I, I love this story about, mm-hmm. you know, Angels and Caliban. It's, it's great. But... What about Terra? When will he get there? Okay, mm-hmm. great. I love this little side. Great, some white scars are traitors. Okay, that was an awesome story. What about Terra? Move everyone this way. Whereas with the Beast Arises, because like this entire series is being bookended by two little snippets from two different codexes. By yeah. the Beast. I mean, the the entry for the Beast in the Orc Codex was nothing. It was just the the biggest warlord called the Beast. Uh, led the biggest while the galaxy has ever seen, and it made it to Terra. That was all we knew about the Beast before this. Mm-hmm. All we knew about Van Gorge before this was he was the Grandmaster of Assassins, he killed all the High Lords, and he took over until uh, he was deposed by Space Marines. Mm-hmm. That's all we knew about that. So we're filling in those details in between. We don't have that 20, 30-year rich history that, that's being created around it like the Heresy does. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, can I get a Van Gorge miniature? Can I get a Beast Crow miniature? <laughs> These are things I want to know now. I mean, I, I can't be the only one who's looking at this and be like, man, I want a Maximus Thane miniature. Yeah. I can't be the only one who's be like, okay, my Imperial Fist. I mean, I've decided my Imperial Fist, those are my Imperial Fists. Uh-huh. If you're fighting against my Imperial Fist, it's in the 32nd millennium. <laughs> if you're Tau, then you're just some weird alien base. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you know, that that's just how it's going to be. That way, I mean, and looking at it, I can do the Death Watch. I can do different Imperial Fists. Like, oh, there's a squad of exemplars hell i can ally in iron warriors fluffily and feel good yeah. about it yeah i mean and it's been a long time for me personally that i've had a book series that that i've looked past 
And I mean, we, <laughs> Black Library is kind of like the the crack to get the kids into the tabletop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I mean, Totes. they're writing great stories, but they're writing great stories to get you to inspired to play the tabletop mm-hmm. game. And this is really done personally for me. That is, yeah. is that okay? I want to get back to my fist. I want these are what they will be. Mm-hmm. So I just, I guess, I'm just bitching about the fact that it's like, please don't end it at twelve. Yeah, and I, I think <laughs> yeah. another thing that I really love that they've been doing with this series versus some of the other stuff that they've done is. Like I said, the inclusion of everything working as cogs in the whole. You know what I mean? Like we get we get a lot of space marine battles, we get a lot of guard battles, we get a lot of you know, you know, inquisition stuff, but we haven't re- you know, and the stuff that I've been reading, I haven't really seen a lot of everything fitting together in the bigger imperium sense. And this one has all been about building the Imperium mm-hmm. and seeing what happens between the the official well, Assassinorum and the Inquisition and the guard and the regular dudes that are just on a planet in the PDF and they suddenly have to set off this like you know this virus bomb yeah. or what's going on with the space marines and what about the space marines when they're not just punching aliens in the face like oh man they've also got all these politics things going on or mm-hmm. how do these you know the different chapters work together when you know when they were they used to be part of a legion but then they've also been developing their own history between it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's you know like like they said you know they went through this where it's like you know uh, um you know an imperial fist is not a crimson fist like they're two different marines but they also have this the last wall they have like this 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 combined history that they've come from but how do they work together and like how do they get over that difference of of politics and i've found that super super engaging and interesting on the series and i hope they do something more with that maybe even do it to develop the 41st the 41st you know the 40,000 as as a more you know complete unified imperium just to see what it does it'd be kind of cool yeah i'd be curious to see like what black libraries uh how they felt about this series like was Mm -hmm. it successful or not unfortunately like when you go to the black library site like it's it's the beast rises is almost buried in it it's yeah i haven't really pushed it a lot yeah uh they they pushed it super hard the first quarter the first three books like they had that guarantee where you can buy the first book if you don't like it you get your money back oh i didn't see or you can switch it over for something else um like i said i think people were initially probably almost turned off by the page count sad Mm. to say and by the the price by the page count i mean it's People bitch about Games Workshop price. I mean, it's, it's, it happens. Yeah. It's not free. I yeah. mean, it's too honestly, free. I mean, and here's the deal. It's like I, you know, recently started playing another miniature game from a different company. And while their models are great, assembling one of their miniatures compared to assembling a Games Workshop miniature is night and day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the same thing with this. It's just, this. you have to, when you approach it as a serialized story then it's fantastic. If you're yeah. expecting to get an entire story out of one book, you're getting an arc out of it, sure, but it's not designed that. It's yeah. designed to be part of an overarching story. Yeah. And you're also kind of paying for the decades of of lore building that they've done as a company, you know what I mean? As as an entity that you're you're paying for, you know what I mean? Like if a if a writer comes and writes a trilogy, they just had to make up that entire world for that trilogy and you're, you know, but they've had decades and decades of building this lore and building these worlds and building these ideas and building what an Imperial fist is and building what a high Lord is to building what Terra is building, what the emperor is that goes into this. You know what I mean? And I get, mm-hmm. you know, I get that they, you know, that you, you want something from the immediate thing that you buy, but you also have to understand that you're, 
you know, you're you're paying. So for, for a while, um, on and off, uh, uh, Sierra, well, she likes to. She's been uh, reading like John Irving. I want to say, I, mm-hmm. I, I think it, I can't remember who it is. Um, yeah, but it was like reading one of those books. Like occasionally, it's like, can I read to you? So she would like read like a chapter out of it or something like that as, like, as we're going to bed. And um, yeah, I think like I was reading uh, this last night, and she's like, can I read some of that? Like, me, no, no. <laughs> No, it just try. wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Like I didn't even bother saying that. Like it wouldn't make sense. Like, some of the, like here's book one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like well, not only that, like just like the words they use, yeah. like the, you know, the the faux Latin and everything. Yeah. Like, and yeah, it, it would make zero. It would it'd make zero sense to somebody yeah. who just stepped into like the There's into no this concept world. of what Warhammer is. Yeah, All right. So like yeah, there you're right. I think like it, I, I'm trying to say that to say it. You know, it's 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 that world building. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think we'll call it on our Beast Rises coverage right now. We're going to come back, and we are going to do a real quick shout-out to one of our listeners in the best way possible. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. (laughs) Are we going to punch him? (laughs) Yeah. Cowabunga, dude. Shredding these sweet waves with my board is super rad. But babes can't stand a thirsty bro, brah. That's why I drink generic soda, now with electrolytes. Chicks dig it. Generic soda causes heart disease, lung disease, pancreatic cancer, Alzheimer's, erectile dysfunction, and is the leading cause of thirst. Generic soda may dissolve solid surfaces if contact persists longer than three seconds. The Food and Drug Administration does not recognize generic soda as edible. Do not dispose of generic soda down drains or near animals. Okay, so we're back. We're going to wrap this up here. Um, I just want to point out we had one of our listeners in South Korea say hello. Hey. Um, hello, South Korea. Hello, yeah, and saying that he, he loves listening to the show, but he doesn't like uh, the eBay prices, right? And after a long dialogue. So. Oh, no. Are we going to do it? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was no. So as a special treat to you, we are uh, not doing an eBay prices right today. Also, we went that super, super right. long. Super long on uh That's what she said. Yeah. Boom. Two hours in, first penis joke. I Boom. have never heard somebody tell me that. Boom. Yeah. So yeah, we're uh Boom. <laughs> we Boom. run <laughs> we run really over. Wait, John, John. Boom. Boom. I know. I'm trying to set you up more. Goes the dynamite. Yeah. I mean it's super <laughs> it, it, it's super hard to, to you know time it right sometimes. That's also what she said. Um <laughs> I don't oh, know. So dumb. <laughs> Sorry. I had to get in there, right? Well, it wasn't, you can't it wasn't, have an, you can't have an entire... Uh, yeah, that means yeah, it. That's what she said. Ted, yeah. get in there. <laughs> Ted, you got to... Ted, don't rub your forehead. Usually, you're the one throwing out the penis jokes. Oh, it's just sweaty. Oh, yeah. That's I'm, what she said. <laughs> and, and your eyeballs are also sweaty. That's why you're rubbing them. <laughs> oh, man. My head sweat is my eyeball sweats. <laughs> so, uh, sweats are commingling. <laughs> that, that's been it for about, what are you, 25 now? Shoot, I don't know. Oh my god! I'll yeah. Look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look it up anyway. here real quick. Here, fill, fill that air. Go. Um, once upon a time, there was a mushroom named Harvey. Harvey the mushroom. Yeah. Um, and he fell asleep in the woods. We laid it back to 40k. And 40K. woke yeah, up. You, and there was a 40k postcard. No, no. Oh, okay, okay. And, and there was a an orc chewing on him. Orcs are mushrooms. Yeah, yeah orcs well, are mushrooms. They were, um, they were cousins. And cousins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, so yes. <laughs> This was episode 25. Uh, next episode is going to be our one-year uh, cast anniversary, I guess. Shall we do it? Yeah, we're going to do oh. it next episode. Uh, we're going to be talking... I think I got my notes still. So, 
on our first episode we ever recorded, it was four of us got together. It was uh, you know what the great thing about actually doing this episode? What's that? We won't talk about it anymore after this. <laughs> no, no. So uh, Phil, Ted, myself, and Joe out in the valley, and we'll get him in via Skype. Yeah. Uh, we we talked about uh, the Emperor, and and at that point we were like kind of trying to be like a super serious. We're like, yeah, we have all this information. What I'm most looking forward to it, it was so dry as balls. It was dry as oh, balls. That was a good awful. one. I think yeah. it, it, it was, was good. Not, it was dry. It was, it was informative. It was fun for us, but I feel like if other people listened, they would have been like, I just went to a a professorial uh, lecture on the Emperor. So so thankfully, I guess then, (laughs) uh, Ted forgot to hit the record button on all of it. Or no, he hit the record button, but he had hit it twice. Yeah. Yeah. So so, so yeah, so our uh, two hours or three hours we were there doing that was was Lost to the World. So we're going to bring that back. Um, I think, though, in the last 25 (laughs) episodes, we've honed our style. When we're not talking about books, Mm. we're, we're, we're pretty immature and we like to throw... Dick jokes in there. So if you're listening for we're the first time, we're entertainers now. <laughs> yes, we're, no, we're, we're no longer we're no longer 40k professors. We're mm-hmm. now we're 40k tainers. 40k tainers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, Jordan. Oral actually, entertainers. So no. yeah, join. No, no we're going to go oh, a different name. That's a bad one. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Oral. A U R L. Right. Oral. Oral with the ear. Ear means oral, right? Yeah. We fuck your ears with dick jokes. Um so yeah, we'll, we next time we'll talk about the emperor. Uh, expect a, like an eighty percent increase in dick jokes. Uh, I've already <laughs> asked three times how many shamans it took to form the emperor's dick. Uh, if you know, please send me a message on our Facebook group at uh, Mob Rules, uh, which you should already like. Mob Rules AK, right? Facebook.com slash Mob Rules AK. Thank you, Phil, for yeah, the plug. No uh, yeah, let us know how, how many shamans did the emperor's dick take to uh, make. <laughs> So I guess while we're at the shameless plugs, uh, you can visit our website, MobRulesAK, or MobRulesMedia, I'm sorry, dot com. Dot com. Um, com. And, you know, there's some other stuff there. But uh, also, um, we would love some reviews on iTunes. Oh, man, he's going to full pimp mode. We haven't done that in a while. Oh, no, no. And I think I posted it on our Facebook page, but if you're doing Google Play, Google Play is now doing podcast as of a few, uh, almost a month ago or so. Do you know what Google Play loves? Um, Podcast reviews. Ooh. I don't even know if they do reviews. I was looking for reviews. Do they have them on there? I don't know. But you should petition. <laughs> yeah. And to, to only be... It's, it's a silent love of theirs. To, to only do five-star reviews, though. On on the back of a, um, a British dollar, go ahead and send uh, your comment <laughs> to Google Play. <laughs> <laughs> or, or whatever monetary unit that you please, have in your please. country. Please, you're from Canada. Okay, as, as, someone who, loony. as someone who grew up in Scotland, people of Britain do not send pound coins. They are heavy, <laughs> and they will confuse people over here. Um, but yeah, which but, is why but, I asked yeah. them to use a British dollar. Yeah, but See, take take whatever whatever paper uh, monetary whatever. unit that you have in your wallet at whatever country you are, which would be a five pounds, <laughs> maybe, no, which maybe is, a five pound note, whatever it is, and. Um, oh, I wasn't gonna say send it to us. I was just gonna say put like no Facebook send, send it to us. That will be a happy review. <laughs> Google Play. Yeah, yeah. You can send it to us, or you could just write. Except not Phil. Facebook.com slash Mobrules. <laughs> not every other month. It's like every four months. Anyway, four hundred dollars a year. You bastard. <laughs> more than we make. I, I can buy one giant squig hot. <laughs> um, but you can write. You know, Facebook.com slash MobRulesAK on whatever paper monetary unit you have and then send it back into your system. I got a so bad feeling about this. Yeah, yeah we're probably going to get arrested. All right. Yeah. Let's stop. <laughs> have a great night. Yeah, have a great night. I have been uh, John. 
Hey, John. Peace out. Oh, it's me, Ted. <laughs> I've been Phil, the Glacial Geek. And it's been episode 25. Mob Rules! Mob Rules. Mob rules. Oh, I missed it. This episode of Mob Rules has been brought to you by Mob Rules Media. Please join our Facebook group and be part of the conversation at facebook.com forward slash mob rules AK. You can also email us at themob at tophat-arts.com. Thanks for checking us out, and we will see you in two weeks. Okay, wait, don't don't stop it, Ted. Cut yeah, this bit. Right, because uh, it's gonna last forever. Yeah. So about it. then um, Cut, 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 cut. See so I'm cutting. Let, let's just bullshit it, okay? So uh, today on Mob Rules. Um No, your turn. I just did it. That <laughs> <laughs> was my turn. So today, so, on, today, uh, today on, Mob. on Mob Rules, we talk about your mom. We talk about the FAQs, and we talk about Eleanor. Suck it well, on the, Mob Rules. <laughs> today on Mob Rules, we today, welcome back the Glacial Geek. Yeah, hey. uh, the, the Glacial we, uh, Geek. Geek. Yeah, we welcome back the Glacial Geek. Uh, we uh, we answer your burning FAQ questions. Yeah, uh, we talk. We answer your hot. Hot love, your hot, hot FAQ questions. Yeah, and uh, we, we get salty with it. We talk hot about, FAQ we give questions. you our halftime report on the Beast Arises, mm-hmm. and that's more, more than enough. <laughs> okay, and get ready for another two and a half hours of <laughs> Mob Rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Get ready for two okay. and a half hours. Okay, so today on Mob Rules, we answer your burning, burning questions. No, we don't. We're gonna start over with <laughs> the. F- <laughs> <laughs> the Gacial Gleek. So close. <laughs> All right, go, go for okay, it. Go right. Today on Mob Rules. We're joined again by the Gacial Gleek. Man, only close. a dumbass would mispronounce yeah, that, that name. <laughs> we answer your burning, burning FAQ <sighs> questions. The gonorrhea of FAQs today. <laughs> and it's the halftime report on what's going down in Eleanor. Uh, the Beast Arises. No, oh. the, no the Crusade. Right. Maybe no, that's, that's different. Okay. Maybe that was a giant spoiler alert you just threw into Damn, the uh, opening. Phil? Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, that is a massive spoiler. Yeah, that's a massive right, spoiler. Right, right, right right, right, that's right. literally the last sentence of the sixth book of the series. All that and two and a half hours of this shit on Mob Rules. <laughs> let's, let's try one more time. Instead of Eleanor Save the Beast of Rats, right. okay. <laughs> oh, God. Same cadence every time. Jesus. Today on Mob Rules. We're retur- we have a return guest. <laughs> we'll start over again. One more time. One more time. One more time. Okay. From the top.